Blog Talk Radio.
Praise the Lord. We need a move. So great to be here with you this evening. Happy New Year. And um, we're happy to be a part of this new thing that God is doing. We know that there's a move going on. Hallelujah. And we want to be a part of it. So we want God to have his way and do what he wants to do tonight. And I'm right there standing and waiting and expecting for God to make a move. He's always moving, praise God. Well, welcome tonight. This is Angela Joy. I am hosting the show. This is the Sunday night show, and it is 1-7 of 24, already into the seventh day of 2024, heading into Monday in just a few hours. Thank you for being a part, and um, I appreciate you tuning in. Just want to say that I, I thank God that you are here. We thank God for the founder and the one who has gotten this all started for us to have a platform to minister to the people of God, to uh, be a part of what God is doing in the earth today through Prophetic Grace Network. And uh, I'm just excited about what God is doing. Even though the devil makes a ruckus and he's always trying to, you know, get the attention, we know where the attention belongs. It belongs on our God. It belongs on our Creator. It belongs on Jesus, our Savior, who is able to do exceedingly abundantly of more than we could even begin to ask or think, because that's who he is. So welcome, welcome, welcome. All right, well, I am going to, um, you know, just be sharing a little bit, and uh, we will be moving right on into calls. It has been a busy week for me. And um, thank God for the prayers of those who knew, you know, some health situations going on with my grandchildren. If you prayed for them, I want you to know I truly appreciate it. I thank God for having people who are in place to be used by him. So thank you so much. Um, We are into a year where there just seems to be, you know, I don't know, it's just something in the air, you know, that – I don't know, 24 is, is just gotten off into an interesting start for me. I don't know what I don't know what's going on with you, but I know with me it, it, it's taken an interesting start. And you know what, I'll just be honest with you, you know, this new year, it kind of, I, I came into the new year, and it just felt a little bit different than it had been in years past. Of course, I still have expectations, I still have things out before the Lord, and I still am believing God to do some things. But you know what? My mindset this year when I came into 2024 is that, God, you do what you need to do. You do what you have to do. You do what you want to do in my life. Because, you know, in spite of it all, in spite of what we desire and what we want from God, we know he's in control. And I just want to be, as Paul said, just to be content in whatever state I find myself. And that was kind of my attitude when I came into 2024 is just, Lord, help me just to be content in whatever state I find myself. Not saying you're not able to deliver me out of a situation. Not saying you're not able to show forth, you know, uh, you know whatever needs to be done to get me into another place with, with you and in, in this earth. Not saying that, but just not to be overly concerned about, you know, things. 
just to be content, to know that God is in control. And, you know, we do come into New Year's uh, a lot. You know, of course, the Jewish calendar, the New Year's already, you know, began months ago. But, you know, we and the calendar that we uh, recognize, of course, it started, you know, what, seven days ago. So, um so I just found myself not really focusing in on, okay, God, you know, this year we want this and we want that and can you do this and can you do that? And, of course, I'm still in expectation of what God would like to do in my life. But it was just a different mindset as I came into this new year, uh, just like, okay, God, help me just to remain content, you know, because a lot of times when you're not content with the state that you're in, and I'm not saying be content in some di- di- disastrous situation, no, but I mean have a mindset that no matter what state you're in, God is more than able to deliver you. Hallelujah. He's more than able to bring you out. And just to have the mindset that because I know he's more than able to bring me out, I'm going to be content in the fact that I know that he's able. I'm not going to be worried about it. I'm not going to get upset about it. I'm not going to try to focus in on how things need to be done to get me to this place and that place. No, I'm going to be content that the God that I know can do more than I could ever imagine him to do. And so that's kind of how I am, you know, this year. Uh, There are things that, of course, we've believed God for, we've asked God for, and we're still believing and asking God for. But I believe that with that mindset of being content, it causes me to rest in God. And a lot of times when we rest in God, we can hear God clearer. When we rest in God, we can be sensitive to his directions and his leading and his guidance of us. When we rest in God and are content to know that he is God, that he doesn't change, he is the same yesterday, today, and forever, we can rest in God. We can lean on his shoulder. We can stand on his word. We can speak the word of God over our situations. We can prophesy to those things and say, the word says it is written, it's got to move, it's got to change. So that's the way I kind of entered into 2024, resting in the fact that he is God, and I'm not going to get frantic over things that I can't handle, but I'm going to be content to know that the one that I know is in charge, and he's going to stay in charge. (laughs) He's not going to step down to any uh, lower level. He'll remain on the throne. So that's kind of how I felt you know, coming into the new year, and uh, to be honest with you, it was more of a relaxing state of mind than me, okay, you know, I'm not really a big person on, or big on New Year's resolutions or anything like that. I just really like, you know, sometimes I kind of put things out there, but most of the time I'm just looking to God, but even more so than years past, this year, hey, it's at your feet, God. And I am, I'm content in the fact that I know you're God. <laughs> you're not going to miss anything. You don't get tripped up with anything. You don't get thrown off course by anything. Nothing phases you, and I am in you, so why should it phase me? Hallelujah. Glory be to God. That's the way I have been keeping my peace over this week. <laughs> Glory be to God. Because there were some situations, you know, that are a little unnerving. 
but I had to lay back, slip back into understanding my contentment in being in the hand of the Almighty God. You know, that's awesome. You know, we as believers, we as true believers of the Lord Jesus Christ have that. We have that. You know, we can, you know, feel and sense the presence of God that will give us peace. Why? Because we serve the Prince of Peace. He can't help but bring us peace when our minds are stayed on him. That's where it has to be to get the peace. There, that's where you stay to get the joy. That's where you stay to, to get the contentment is your mind is stayed on him. Not on the situation, not on the circumstances, not on the raging winds or the, the turmoil coming forth in the sea. But your eyes are fixed on thee. That's how we keep our peace. And so that's kind of how I was. I mean, yeah, things came in to try to throw me off, but I had to realize that there's nothing I can do about it, but I know someone who can. So I rest in him. I'm content in him knowing that it's about him. So glory be to God. I'm so glad you're here. I pray that, you know, that's, minister to someone, I don't know, just came out like, you know, hey, this 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 is where we need to be. You know why? Because I think there's so many things going on in the atmosphere in the Christian world and the secular world that it's so much that it would draw you away from that place of peace. But we know who we serve. We know who he is. And so we'll stay in position to stay content in him. Um just want to share a little bit with you uh, before I do another song. But even in relation to what I talked about as far as being, you know, content in God, being, you know, in a place of resting in him, um, you know, um, I'm going to share a scripture. But let me go ahead and pray. Father, we just thank you for the callers tonight. We thank you for those who have um, – Come online for me to be in agreement with what God wants to do in and through uh, their lives uh, and just humble myself and back off because there's nothing I have to offer. It's all about him. It's all about you, God. And so I just, you know, I just rest in the fact that you hear their cry, you know the needs, and that, Lord, I want to stand in agreement. I want to be here to to usher in uh, what God wants released in this atmosphere tonight and lord as i said you know with prophet randy being the uh founder we thank god for him being obedient uh we thank god for the ministers that come on we thank god for you know the hedge of protection around us and our families and you all and 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 those who are on that side of the line you are just important as important as those on this side of the line because you make up the body of christ and you're the part you're part of what God is doing through Prophetic Grace Network. So, Lord, bless those who are calling in. Bless those who minister here. And, Lord, we thank you for the foundation that is being built. That is a sure foundation. It's been built on the rock. And we thank you for that. We thank you for the insight, the wisdom, the revelation, the knowledge uh, released to the man of God who's over this ministry to go forth into the things that God has ordained this ministry to go to. And, Lord, we thank you those that have hooked up and are tied up and going to stay that way. Uh, 
hallelujah, until God says, it, uh, you know, you're released. But, God, we thank you because we know this is about you. And, Lord, we pray for our nation. We pray for the body of Christ. There are aches and pains that are going on. There's confusion. And we, we know where confusion comes from. It's from the enemy. And, Lord, we pray for the body of Christ tonight, those that are questioning, those that are upset, those that are distraught. We pray for those that are in need of a healing, whether it be physical, mental, emotional. God, we speak forth healing in the name of Jesus. To those who are listening, those who are online, those who minister, those who are in the body of Christ, we speak forth a word of healing that the blood of Jesus, that those who've accepted Christ can use the blood and apply the blood and plead the blood and expect the blood to do just what it was supposed to do when it was shed on Calvary's cross by Jesus. So we thank you tonight, God. We give you glory, we give you honor, and we give you praise as I back up so the Spirit of God can come forth and be in charge here tonight. We give you glory. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. And so as I was talking about, you know, being content in God and, and being in that place of understanding that no matter what it looks like, he's still going to be God so we can be content in that. That's where the contentment comes from. And so I was reading some uh, in Jeremiah. And, you know, we always go to, you know, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. But I, I read some scriptures, you know, I read the chapter, most of it, and then I was thinking about some things in regards to what was going on in that particular, um, in those particular passages of scripture. And so basically, you know, Jeremiah had given a word, and um, I'm just going to read, well, let me start at, uh, let's see. So these, this is concerning the people that have been carried off into captivity uh, not just Israel, but, you know, of course, he is of the house of Israel. And so um, let's start at uh, Jeremiah 29, 4. And so uh, it says here that, um, Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, unto all, 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 remember all, that are carried away captive, whom I have caused to be carried away from Jerusalem into Babylon. So uh, the next scripture uh, verses are going to kind of pinpoint something. So um, so sin has been carried away. And so the, uh, it says, build houses and dwell in them. Plant gardens and eat the fruit of them. Take ye wives and beget sons and daughters, and take wives for your sons, and give your daughters to husbands, that they may bear sons and daughters, that ye may increase there and not diminish. And seek the peace of the city, whether I have caused whether I whether I have caused you to be carried away captive. And pray unto the Lord for it. So they were taken away as captives. But the instruction of the Lord was that I want you to grow there and not diminish. Because false prophets had risen up 
and had given a different message than what Jeremiah was giving. You know, they basically said, you know, it wasn't going to be much time at all. But Jeremiah knew what the Lord had said to him. And so the Lord's instruction was that in spite of being in captivity, I want you to flourish. Ah, isn't that something? Can you, basically, that's what it's saying. In spite of your captivity, I want you to come forth. And I want to release that over you tonight. In spite of where you are, in spite of what it looks like, in spite of it looking like captivity for a long time, flourish in where God has placed you. Here he told them to build ye houses and dwell in them. Plant gardens and eat the fruit of them. Take ye wives and beget sons and daughters and take wives for your sons. Give your daughters to husbands that they may bear sons and daughters that ye may be increased there and not diminished. In captivity, people. So, you know, I was listening to so much going on and, and I was like, God, you know, man, this thing is, you know, wild around here. You know, heaven sounds really, really good compared to the turmoil that we experience here on earth, you know. And it was like, God, you know, I just don't know. Well, what is this, you know? I know we live and we do all that we can, but I'm like, God, there's just so much stuff going on. And I really felt the Lord say to me, occupy until I come. Do what you got to do while you're there. Yes, there's turmoil. Turmoil. It always will be. There's going to be stuff happening. That's what was said here, basically. Just live your life. Even though you're in captivity, even though sometimes we know that this place is not our home, that we're headed somewhere that is much better, <laughs> it can't even compare to where we are here. But we need to occupy, be about your father's business. Do what you got to do while you're here. Listen to the instructions of the Lord, even though you might be in a place you don't want to be in, even though you're in situations that are hard, circumstances that are difficult, issues that seem to just be overwhelming, occupy, do the job of a minister in season and out of season, release the word and speak the word and, and prophesy and talk about Jesus until he comes. So it's so funny, you know, I'm thinking about that. So I was in Dollar Tree <laughs> the other day. I was in Dollar Tree. I came in and, I, you know, it was a bunch of people in there. And then um, there was only two cash registers open. So the line was going, you know, down the um, the aisles, you know, both registers. I'm like, man. So I don't know. I don't know what someone said to me, but something just rose up in me. And I began to kind of preach in the line at Dollar Tree. I mean, can you get that? Okay, so I don't know what this lady said to me to got me that got me all you know fired up, and I just began to say that you know like you know things about it was a group of young people behind me, and I don't know if that's what the spirit of God you know did or what He was doing because they you know we live in a generation where there are a lot of young people that don't know anything about the Lord, they haven't been taught. You know, when I was growing up, you know, I was brought up in church. 
I, I, I'd known of God, even as a five-year-old, I believe I told you all, or five or six, I don't remember how old I was, I was pretty young, I remember seeing visions of things that my spirit is connecting with now to say that's what you saw back then when you were five years old, when you were six or seven, I don't remember exact age, but I was young, and I wasn't comprehending what I was seeing, but God was, even at that tender age, was speaking to me. And so I had a mother, you know, she had a few things going on, but she loved to read the Psalms over to me. And I believe by her play, uh, praying over me and speaking the Psalms, it just uh, it just caused something to rise up in me, to be very sensitive to the voice of God and the things of God. And uh, in this day and time, you know, people, there are a lot of people that don't do that. So these children are, you know, kind of left on their own with questions, and some of them don't know anything about church. So I was standing in line, and I started to talk about the world and what we're living in and how important it was for us to to understand who God is and that he is our creator God, not only the father, but, he, you know, he's our savior, he's our deliverer. And, I mean, I was talking all kinds of stuff, and this lady was kind of edging me on, you know, the lady in front of me and a lady in the back. And I don't know, seems like my voice just elevated and, you know, people were looking and, I mean, they were all kind of like listening, you know, and I was like, well, you know, they said women aren't supposed to preach. Some people, I said, but guess what? I don't have to have a pulpit to preach. I can stand here in the aisle of Dollar Tree and I can let people know Jesus is Lord. Jesus is the way of salvation. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. And I'm telling you, this one lady said, wow, she says, I don't know, but I just feel led to tell you, somebody in Dollar Tree, because I'm telling you, those people in both lines can hear what I was saying. I was like, I have never done that before, like in Dollar Tree. And she was like, I'm just going to tell you, I believe somebody in this Dollar Tree needed to hear exactly what she said. And there was a lady over in the next aisle for me. She just kind of winked my eye, like, kind of gave me a little smile, a little smirk, like, yep. <laughs> you know, yep. So I left there thinking, that's why God was saying, hallelujah, occupy until I come. Be busy doing what I ordained you to do. Don't worry about man, whether they open doors for you, whether there's a platform for you, whether, you, you know, somebody invited you to do this and that. There's a whole world at your beckoning for the word to be released into their lives, even in the aisle at Dollar Tree. And that's what I did, you know. And I felt real good leaving out of there because I felt like I had been obedient to do that which the Lord had ordained me to do. Because he'd been speaking to me because I was really like, yeah, you know, this starting out 24, man, I'm just going to be content in you and, you know, I, you know, whatever, God, you know, but we just going to stay hooked up. And it was like I heard the voice of the Lord in my spirit say, occupy until I come. Be busy doing what you're supposed to do. It's not the time to take a back seat. It's not the time to move over somewhere and, and rest. It's time. Because what you're sensing in the spirit and what you're seeing going on in our nation and in this world is evidence that the word needs to be released. There are so 
souls that need to be saved. There are people that are dying and going to hell because they never had information and an understanding. Well, I won't say, you know, well, some people have had information and they, they still choose to do the wrong thing. But there are so many more people that need to hear. So go ahead and do what I ordained you to do. And it was like that had, you know, he'd been speaking that to me over a couple of days. And it's like immediately when I got in Dollar Tree, it was all these people lined up. And I'm thinking, oh, this lady was just like, it was almost like she was a spiritual cheerleader. She's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, somebody needed to hear it. And I was like, praise God. And I just went into like, you know, how people have put people on pedestals. And when they fall, they want to fall with them or they want to blame God or they want to run and say there's nothing to that. But the devil is a liar. And we need to know and let people know. We need to know we need to let people know there's a real God. He's a real God. And I began to just share in line because there was some young people behind me. They looked like they were about maybe 12, 13, 14, maybe 15 years old. There was about four or five kids young people and I began to tell this lady who was standing right in front of them I was like yeah I remember when I was a little girl how I saw where we are today I mean I I can't say specific things but my spirit bears witness to what I'm seeing going on in the nation today and I can connect with what I was feeling at that age and it went on for a number of years I would have reoccurring visions of this sight of things coming apart in the nation, fires, wars, people at unrest, things, you know, consuming, you know, their interests and, and war. I saw that. What do I know about that, little girl? You know, I don't even think, I'm trying to think, when I was a little girl, the Vietnam War hadn't even started. So what did I know about that? There was no war going on when I was a child. I I don't even, I guess World War, I don't know how long ago it had been before, uh, between the years of the last war and Vietnam. But Vietnam was not going on when I was a child. I'm old, y'all, I told you. So anyway, so I know it wasn't anything that I was basically in, relating to that I was experiencing because that was not going on. So I began to talk about how at a young child I saw and guys, let me tell you, I yelled out, Jesus is coming back. We need to be ready. We need to know that what we're seeing today is basically signs that the time is winding up. And you should have seen these young people's face. I mean, they were like, you could tell they were hearing me and that they were trying to absorb what I was saying in their own, you know, you could see their expressions. And I said, Jesus is coming back. I said, because you're not telling me that at that age that I knew anything about what it meant for Jesus to come back and what had to take place before he came back. And I said, everyone who will call upon the name of the Lord, you'll be saved. It's time. So I was, you know, standing in the Dollar Tree preaching. <laughs> Glory be to God. Hallelujah. I felt good after I left. I was like, okay, Jesus, I hear you. <laughs> when I had a cheerleader in the front and a cheerleader in the back, and it was like, yes, that's it. People need to know. They need to know there's a God. He's real. 
And so Jeremiah was letting people know, you be content. You do what you got to do while you're in captivity. Even though we're here on earth, we do what we got to do. It's a form of captivity in a sense because we haven't left this world that is full of chaos to go home to Jesus, to be there for eternity and peace. And so Jeremiah was informing them of that. And then we get to, um, he says, and seek uh, the peace of the city, whether I caused you to be carried away to. Hey, wherever we are, speak peace where you are. And he says, and pray unto the Lord for it, for it, for in the peace thereof shall ye have peace. So when you pray for the peace of where you are, your community, your city, wherever you are, you're also praying for your peace when you're praying for the peace of the place that you're in. Where they were, they were in captivity. But Jeremiah was giving them information. You pray for peace. Stand with on peace in spite of being in captivity. For thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, let not your prophets and the diviners and that be in the midst of you deceive you, neither hearken to your dreams, which ye cause to be dreams. So he's letting them know. No, no, no. Don't listen to them, folks. For they prophesy falsely unto you in my name. I have not sent them, saith the Lord. For thus saith the Lord. After 70 years be accomplished in Babylon. That's a long time. You know? So there were false prophets that rose up before, you know, telling these people this stuff. But Jeremiah had a different word. He says, and after 70 years be accomplished at Babylon, I will visit you and perform my good works toward you in causing you to return to this place. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. In spite of activity, there is an expected end. I have thoughts that I've already formed concerning your life and what will happen. And then it says in 29.12, Then shall you call upon me. And ye shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. He's given them instruction. Yeah, he's given them instruction. And then um, 13 says, and ye shall seek me and find me. Ye shall search for me in, with all your heart. And I will be found of you, saith the Lord. And I will turn away your captivity, and I will gather you. From all the nations and from all the places, whether I have driven you, he has driven them, saith the Lord, and I will bring you again unto, into the place whence I caused you to be carried away captive. Because ye have said the Lord has raised us up, prophet in Babylon. So, Lord, we thank you tonight for that word. We pray that it, it has encouraged someone, that no matter what state of mind or state of being you might be in, 
It doesn't change the fact that God is God. He will always be God. He sees exactly where you are. He knows exactly what you're going through. He doesn't situations to change him. He changes situations. And he will change yours. Be content in the fact that you know that he is God. So, Lord, we thank you for that. And we give you glory. We give you honor because we know you're always making a way when there doesn't seem to be a way. (laughs) You make a way when we don't even see a way or think there is a way. You're still God. You don't change. You're going to do whatever it is you need to do to deliver us to the place that you ordained us to be, even before the foundation of the earth. I'll go ahead and play the song, and I'll be back. I'll be taking calls.
together, even when I don't see it. Come on, even when. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop, you never stop working. You never stop, you never stop working. Come on. Even when there doesn't seem to be a way, he's a way maker. That's who he is. That's my God. That's your God. If you serve him, praise God. Let's go ahead and start with our callers tonight. Um, And believe God that um, he's going to speak and move and help us to just 
occupy until he comes. All right, let's go ahead and start with our first caller, and that's going to be 803-991. Who am I speaking with? Where are you calling from? Hello, Angela Joyce. Angela, South Carolina. Well, happy new year, Angela. I'm doing good. (laughs) Good. You sound like you are. (laughs) Praise God. Hey, you know, we're going to be content, right? We're right. going to um, focus in on Jesus, and it's going to be all right, right? Amen. <laughs> Glory be to God. Mm-hmm. Amen. Well, let's pray for you, Angela, and okay. see what God is going to say here. Father, we just thank you for Angela tonight. We thank you, Lord, for the sweet aroma of the Holy Spirit that rests on her life. We thank you, Lord, for the fragrance being released into the atmosphere that when she enters certain places, um, there's going to be an understanding that the atmosphere, not only the atmosphere, but the atmosphere changes because of the aroma. But there will be a sweet aroma of the things that God is doing on her life, and it will be almost like a flowering type thing because God is doing some things. He's bringing you you know, through some things, but not only in the process of bringing you through, you're in a growth process of blooming into that place that God has called you to be. And with a blooming situation, there is usually, of course, with a flower in the natural, there's a fragrance that's attached to that. And so, Lord, we thank you for the fragrance that you have uh, cause to rise up through her as she blooms into the season that you called her to. And, you know, a lot of people, you know, we like sweet-smelling things, right? Things that don't have a good odor, we tend to try to just shun away from that. But things that have an aroma that is pleasant, it draws things. You know, even in the natural sense, you know, uh, when bees are out or birds are out, like little hummingbirds, you know, they come for that nectar. and They stick their little bib, little beak in there, and they suck out that goodness and that, uh, especially, I think, um, uh, what's that flower? Um, there's the fragrance of jasmine. I love the fragrance of jasmine. There's some jasmine bushes growing wild on the backside of my house. And in certain times of the season, you know, I can see different, you know, uh, things and insects out there. It seems like they're just absorbing the fragrance of that. So, Lord, I thank you as as she grows into that season and she begins to blossom with that fragrance. It will attract the things that are uh, attracted to that and they will come to her. She won't have to go after it. It's They will come to her. So Lord, we thank you for this season of blossoming. We thank you for this season of a sweet fragrance dwelling over her. That it will attract the things that God has already put in place so she can occupy in the way that you want her to until you come. So we give you the glory and the honor and the praise because you're God. You always will God be God. We thank you for being God, and we bless your name tonight in Jesus' name. All right. Well, that was interesting. Wow. Yes. I got to tell you this, Angel Lord, because when you said that, you know, I've been trying to call me a 
No lie. When you, when you said that, I have been trying to find me a fragrance to wear because, you know, there's certain perfumes <laughs> that are a little bewitched, you know. So I have been asking the most high about, you know, I want me a, a perfume to wear that it'll be like my own scent. And it'll be like, wow. you know, I like the, the white uh, white tea and sage scent. Uh-huh. But it's certain ones that I was looking at that they look like they're, um, it just look. I don't say witchy, but it looks like somebody put a spell on some of, some of it. But this one that I found, it's a um, it's a white tea and sage, and I got it. I got it in Friday actually. I wore it for the first time yesterday. <laughs> so when you were saying that, and I think it had, I'm gonna see if it had. I'm pulling it up now because when you said, "Oh my God," I said, "God, you're amazing." Um, it has white tea. I want to say it has jasmine in it too. But let me make sure. I want to tell the feel, but it has different. And it, really? it smells so good. Yes. So. That is that is like I'm amazed. But yeah, it's like a perfume. I got it on Amazon. It's called um White Tea Elegance. Um and Sage. It has Sage in I think. And um it's by the blank company. Oh. So it's like a uh-huh. natural scent cologne, you know, without all I guess extra yeah, stuff I like or something better. Yeah. So yeah, it's a blend of Bermagot, spicy, sage, tea and tea and um there's white musk and that's that is word I can't pronounce. Amazing. <laughs> oh yeah. I am just like. Oh, yeah, that's pretty. I didn't even know what I was gonna say when I opened my mouth. I mean, of course, most of the time I never do, and I kind of like, eh, but immediately it just went like fragrance. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you <laughs> when I when I smelled it though, I was like dancing because it smelled so good. I was like, oh wow, this guy, this is what I was looking for. This is it. You're breaking <laughs> so, up a little bit. Oh, I'm sorry. You I broke up a little Let bit. Let me turn my. Okay, can you hear me? Is that better? Yes. Yeah, okay. I think it's better. Okay, but yeah, when I got it, it smelled so good, I almost started dancing. It smelled, it was just a, such a fresh, refreshing <laughs> scent. <laughs> and it was what I was looking for, so that, that was like, oh yeah, this is it, this is it. So. Oh my goodness. And then you, you give me this message tonight about what God is doing. So yeah, that was, that was a two for one. Wow. And it's almost yeah. like, you know, an approval or a confirmation of the scent. Right. Yeah, exactly. Wow. That Amen. is just astonishing. <laughs> <laughs> Truly astonishing. I mean, wow. And yeah, you know it's, what? It's you don't know what God <laughs> might want to do with that fragrance. You know, it. Might, I mean, just by you wearing it. You know what I'm saying? It's just, mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, it's called the blank. That's the name of the company. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's supposed to be like a real, like I said, natural, you know, not a whole lot of fillers and all that stuff. So, yeah. Right. It smells really good. I like it. I like it a lot. Awesome. It's called, it's, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like natural smells, too. Like, I try to, um, I don't really wear perfumes or stuff much. Now, I usually mm-hmm. buy a lot of stuff from Bath & Body because, it kind of like that. I some of those scents I can't deal with because they're just too strong. But most yeah. of the time, um, I just I don't really wear perfumes a lot. And I had some on the other night. It was some sort of oil, and somebody was like, "Oh, that smells so good!" And I was like, "It was about to just make me sneeze continually." So I was like, <laughs> "I came home. I wiped all of it off." And I was like, "I can't. I can't tolerate this anymore. It starts messing with my sinuses." And so, but she oh, liked right. it. But I like to say, you know, like. 
I'll get like I like cucumber, fresh linen, that kind of you know from mm-hmm. Bath and Body, just something that's a clean smell, you know, right. not a whole lot of fragrance. So yeah, but wow, that yeah. is amazing. Yeah. So that's gonna be con- I don't know. I just feel that it's gonna be connected to something where God is gonna use you to, and I don't know what, but just it, I mean I don't know. Well, what did the word say? I forgot what I even prophesied or said to you. Um, yeah, you said about the fragrance. Maybe that's what God's doing. <laughs> yeah, that's confirmation for sure. Yeah. Wow. Awesome. That is awesome. I just, that is, wow. Well, anyway, so Angela, you're starting the year off smelling good. <laughs> <laughs> That's always a good thing. You want to smell good. <laughs> hey, you're, you're coming out with the right fragrance for the year, you know? I was like, you know, that's pretty cool. I just love that. That is pretty cool. Yeah. All right, what's been going on with you besides your fragrance shopping? Well, I went to a concert last night. I don't know if you heard of this singer. She's like a country gospel singer, I guess. Her name is Ann Wilson. Uh, I went to her concert last night. I really enjoyed it. It was I think um, I heard of her. Mm-hmm. She sings a song, Let Me Show You About My Jesus. That's one of her songs. And, oh. Um, she sings oh, What a yeah, Beautiful yeah, Name yeah, It Is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Awesome, yeah. Uh, what was I the concert? I really, it was really good. It was a full house. Um, yeah, it was pretty, pretty full. It was I mean, at the church? No, it was like a performing arts center we have here. Um Oh, okay. In Georgia, we're in Georgia, it's not in South Carolina, okay. but yeah. So, um, yeah, it was really, really, very interesting. I mean, very, I saw a lot of young. It was a lot of young <laughs> girls that were there. A lot of. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a lot. I was, I was glad to see that. Yeah, you know, it was, it was a little different for me because you know, country, country gospel. You know, it was, it was, it was different. But I, I enjoy all types of music. You know, gospel music and stuff like that. So, you know, um, that's my first uh-huh. time just going to like a. Cause she, her herself, she she sings. Um, she says she loves country music herself, so she got called her to sing gospel for him. And so, you know, oh, her okay. brother, yeah, her brother um, was killed in an accident like six years ago. So she's only twenty one, but she she's a she's a oh. beautiful voice. Mm-hmm. And she's, and she's just, I think I know the song. Yeah, what's the name of the song again? The one I like that got caught my ears was the one she saw. Uh, let, let me tell you about my Jesus. Or my Jesus is the name of it. Oh yeah, let me. My tell, oh yeah, I, I well, yeah. Let me tell you about my yeah mm-hmm, yeah. I know. I go to a church that they love to throw in some country music, so I've heard that several <laughs> times. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, so yeah. So she was here in Augusta. Jesus. Let me mm-hmm. just say, hey Google, what's the name? Ann Wilson. Ann Wilson. Hey Google, play Ann Wilson. Let me tell you about my Jesus. <laughs> I got to turn down low. Hold on a second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. For yeah, some it. healing, let me tell you about my Jesus. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah. You can see right behind you. Ain't no thing that he can't say. 
Let me tell you about my Jesus. Thank you, Angel Joy. That I know that he can do for you what he's done for me. Let me tell you about my Jesus. And let my Jesus change your life. Amen. Hey, I like that. Yes. Yes, he brought the house down. That was the last song for some of us. Amen. Well, that was good. Hey, Google, shut off. Hey, Google. <laughs> That's shut a- off. And I want to hear me. Hold up. <laughs> okay. Awesome. I love that song. Yeah, you thought like yeah. you'd go on tour with her. I can be on two with Angela Joy sing up back up. <laughs> yes. Well, they singing enough at my church. <laughs> hey, okay. and, you know, you brought up something that I've been about, you know, I was like, God, you know, um, here I am. I'm listening to this, you know. <laughs> I mean, they sell, they sing all the music, but, I mean, I right. like that. But there's some music that sometimes... <laughs> On uh, my church, uh, it kind of reminds me that they may be on hee haw. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that I like, you know. And then I listen to uh, right. I listen to K Love a lot and um, Air yeah. One. So they play that right. on Air One and K Love a lot. So that's my stations that I listen to. All right, Angela. Well, I know you had a good time. Yeah, I did. I did. I was all the way in the balcony. What they call it the nosebleed area, but I didn't care. That's fine with me. Oh, so they um, had a crowd. Yeah, it was it was full. Mhm. Yeah, and, and the thing about it, I didn't even know he was coming to like that Friday, and I was debating whether or not I was gonna go yesterday. I was at work. He said, I said, you know what? Let me go ahead and go because, you know, she's here. Why not? And the, the ticket was only yeah. well, not it. Yeah, it was only like thirty five. And then of course when you had all the tax and stuff, but um. I was like, okay, you know what? cool. I just go by myself. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's nice. We don't really get too many concerts coming around here now. When the Vidalia Onion Festival comes, um, they'll have. Um, um, I know one year they had this group uh, that um, a lady I know, her son, he used to um, write. He used to sing in the group. Now he does. Um, he lives in Nashville. He writes music for a lot of Christian um, artists, and he lives in Nashville. But he used to uh, sing with uh, what's the name of that group? Oh man, I can't think. It. Oh, I'm not casting crowns. I can't think of the name of that group. Oh man, I'll think of it in a minute. But it was pretty popular. They had some really, uh, uh, really uh, good album out a few years back, and uh, they mm-hmm. did a free concert here because he's from this area, and uh, okay. he came back. Oh, Saving Grace. I think that's the name of the group. Uh, fi- no, okay. Finding Favor. Finding Favor is the name of the group. Okay. And he used to do lead with Finding Favor, and he writes um, He writes for some other, um, you know, Christian contemporary. And so he lives in Nashville and his family, uh, mom and dad, they moved up that way to be closer to him because he now has a wife and family. So, yeah, right. so they're finding favor. And then we had, um, we've had a couple, which is a good thing. We had a 
few Christian artists come here over the last several years for the Onion Festival. So. Okay, yeah, the Onion Festival. Mhm. Yeah. Onion Festival. I heard about Yeah, it's in April. It's usually the last weekend in April. Okay. And see, so my area that I live in, I know you've heard of it because I mean, they grow the sweet onions, and this is the only place they are grown. They are grown is in you know. Jones County. Now, is that the Vidalia Onions? Is it called Vidalia? It's called the Vidalia Onion, Onion Festival. Okay, yeah, I've heard of that. And it's, and it's all Vidalia Onions. Like, yeah, well, they have, like, it's like a, I think it starts on, like, a Thursday, and it'll run through the last weekend of uh, April. Wow. And I know <laughs> last year, well, the year before last, they had the Blue, are you familiar with the Blue Angels? I've heard of the Blue They're Angels. They're like a flying... Yeah, they do, you know, the different things in the sky with the planes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. They had a crash, yeah, yeah, some years ago, and they lost, I think they lost uh, a pilot or so. And so they had Mm -hmm. cut out, I guess, touring for a while, but not this year, but the year before they came here. Because they used to come every year to flying uh, the Blue Angels and fly. And then they didn't, but they didn't come back last year. They were there the year before, and that was the first time they'd been back in a long time. I don't know if they stopped touring now and they were just kind of doing it that one year or not. But, yeah, they usually have a four-day festival. It starts on Thursday. It'll go through Sunday. They have a craft shows. They have, um, like, the uh, street dance or something. And then they have, like, uh, they'll do a concert. And like I said, if I'm not mistaken, it seems like the concert on the Friday night is usually has been a Christian uh contemporary Christian group or they'll have oh I think it was last year they had several groups some were local like in the town and then they had you know uh, a well known one come in it was yeah okay. they had quite a few last year yeah, well, I can't think of who they were though well, I think you did. yeah so keep it in yeah. mind if you want to venture over to the Vidal I know I've heard about that yeah mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and this is Sweet Onions this is the only place these sweet onions, you know, in Toons County where they grow. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, Vidalia Sweet yeah. Onions. And from what my understanding is, um, the company, I heard some, something different recently, that Stanley Farms owned um, the farms basically that grew the largest percentage of the Vidalia onions. But mm-hmm. about 10 years ago, Bill Gates bought the farm. So oh, I heard a couple weeks ago, that he doesn't have it anymore. But then I had talked to somebody on the phone one day, and she said it, it's still kind of under him, but you know how they divide stuff up? That mm-hmm. is a subsidiary of his that's not really directly connected, but, you know. And then I, it was so weird after I heard that, I was looking online about a month ago, and it popped up that somebody was asking, I don't know if it was on social media or not, but they were saying, why is Bill Gates buying up all this farmland? Because mm-hmm. he didn't just buy here, he bought in other places, because I knew about this, but then this, you know, they were saying, oh, he doesn't own it anymore, but somebody said he does, but it's not really directed, directly under him as far as you can connect it. But he, from what I understand from what people were saying, he's bought up a bunch of farmland across the nation. Yeah. Someone was saying, yeah. why is he buying up farmland? And mm-hmm. someone made mention that maybe it's to, um, what do you call it, bio something food? 
Yeah, that's uh, what they're working altered. on. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's what somebody yeah. said. And when he first mm-hmm. when I first heard that he had bought the farm here, I said, Is this gonna be connected to the controlling of food in the last days? Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, someone who will be who have the money to kind of like control who gets what? Right. Exactly. Yeah, he I've and, heard that about a couple of years mm-hmm. how he was buying up the land and stuff and you know, yeah. the farm buying the farmers mm-hmm. out. You know, a lot of farmers were upset, you know, because they they didn't want their land to be sold, their farmland and stuff. And, you know, some of the farmers sold out because of the money that he was going to pay them to take their land and stuff. Right, land. of course. But, um, of course. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah I heard about that. Yeah. Here, I don't, I think this particular family is family-owned farm, and I don't know, it seems like something happened with the family where, I don't know, I don't know, I can't say, but something happened maybe with the family, maybe a death, I don't know, that they needed to sell the property. I'm not sure exactly, but, uh, and he bought it, but then I heard in the meeting of a couple weeks, I was in a meeting with somebody about something, and it came up that uh, Mm -hmm. they heard he doesn't really own it anymore. And it was so funny, I told him that week, I was, you know, with my job, I was talking to a lady, and Somehow she knew about it, and she knew that it was, like, not directly under him. But, I don't know, at one time it was connected, and she doesn't know if she, it still is, but she thought it was. So, yeah, I mean, we're living in a time where there's just all kinds of stuff going on. We don't know what's going on, but let me tell you, as things have unfolded over the last, you know, few weeks, money is involved with so much as far as people being able to do whatever they want to do and buy up whatever they want to buy up and Mm -hmm. um, things are changing. I mean, this is it. I keep saying to myself, this is that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It is. You know? It is. And if you can't see it, then there's something wrong. Get some spiritual eyeglasses on and uh, I'm sure the Lord will began to show you some things, you know, what he wants you to see. Because I, I know that I feel like the Lord would always want us to have a sense of understanding where we are, you know, prophetically. Um right. so that we know how to move and how and, and to listen to him so he can direct us in the way we need to go. So um yeah, these are these are peculiar times. These are strange, strange times right now that we're in. Strange yeah. times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, Angela, is there something you wanted prayer for? Um. Well, you pray for me. I, you gave me a, a good message, and I'm, right. I'm thankful for that. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Yeah. I just want to hear what the Lord was saying. So, yeah. Amen. Well, we pray you continue to flourish in that. Yes, ma'am. You too. Thank you so much, Angela yeah, Joy. I appreciate it. in that place. Um, All right. Well, thank you for calling in. Uh, good to hear from you. And um, you too. Hopefully, we'll be talking yeah. to you more in this year. We will. We sure will. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay, God, God bless, bless you. Angela. Talk to you again. Okay. All right. Okay. Good night. Good night. Awesome. 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 All right. I tell you, you just never know what God is gonna do. All right, let's go to 402-533, and who am I speaking with, and where are you calling from? 
Hello? Hello? Five four zero two five three three. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Uh, just a second. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> I'm kind of in the middle of feeding the dogs, so. All right, well, feed your dogs. You don't want them to go hungry. <laughs> no, they're, yeah, they're getting fed. Now, that's a little fast enough. <laughs> what, what kind of dog? Oh, Pekingese. I know it's I'll try to get a Uh Pekingese dogs. I raise Pekingese dogs. Oh, wow. Are you there? All right. Who am I speaking yeah. with? Uh, Andrea Fritz. Andrea. Hi, Andrea. How are you? Andrea? Hey, are there. There? Yeah, I'm are here. You hanging you in me? there? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I can now. Yeah, well, that's right. That's okay. <laughs> You're still here. So, hey, there means that uh, as I was speaking earlier about content, so we thank God for you being here and that you will be content in this season and that, you know, God will do something for you that you're looking for. So, Lord, we just thank you for Andrea today. We just thank you, Lord, for – I just – I don't know why I heard property, but, I mean, I heard that. I don't know why I heard it. And then the dog said, you know, he started talking. So <laughs> or he, I don't know if it's a she or he, but they started talking, and so – I kind of lost that, you know, I was hearing something, but so let's just pray anyway. So, Lord, we thank you. I don't I don't understand, you know, what I heard per se about just I just heard the word property. So we just thank you for Andrea. We thank you for the faithfulness that um, you have given her uh, in relation to you and what you will do and her faithfulness concerning whatever she puts her hand to. God, we thank you that she is um, – concerned about following through on whatever it is she has to do to make sure she accomplishes what it is she you have for her to do. And, Lord, I thank you, Lord, in this season that you will open up new avenues, new streams of blessings. Uh, like I said, a hurt property. I don't know what that means. And then, Lord, that you will just give her uh, things that uh, she can uh, relate to, and and direct others to like basically as a testimony is yes this is what the the Lord has done this is what He's given me and uh, to place in her mouth words of encouragement that will not only encourage her as she releases them but she will be able to encourage those who receive them and I just sense to tell you that's that's very important in Andrea is your words what you release and it and it's like God is. I have sent him saying to me to let you know that not only what you speak is to be a blessing to someone else, but you will take part of the first fruit, hallelujah, the first fruit of what's being released and the blessings thereof. So when God 
unctions you to say something and to release it, realize God's not just causing you to release it for somebody else, but for you to receive the first fruit of what you're speaking. And let the words that come out of your mouth, of course, they'll be edifying, they'll be beneficial, they'll be uplifting, they will be uh, words to encourage and to direct and guide. And so, Lord, let her be sensitive to what she releases out of her mouth in this season, that she will be able to taste the goodness of the Lord. Taste and see that the Lord is good. And as you release it from your tongue, you will be able to taste of the first fruit of what God is giving you to release, that it will be a blessing unto others. And, Lord, I thank you for that. I give you glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. How are we doing? Um, Well, not too bad. I I do a lot of prayer walking, so I do release words into the atmosphere. And uh, do a lot of repentance, remitting sins, restoration. And I was telling Randy, I, I can't do it, but I was telling him to put the pieces of the puzzle together because he's talking about you probably heard him talk about the killers of the flower moon. The, no, because <laughs> I, I don't really get to listen to him anymore because I work. I don't get off work until 11 oh, okay. at night. Well, so I, uh, well, I just, might pick up. So what's he talking about? Okay, well, see, he's related to the Osage. And if you ever um, get what? a chance, just the Osage Nation, the Indian Nation. Oh, really? Yeah. He's related to those people. Well, anyway, the killers of the flower moon, and I didn't even know anything about it until this summer, but I didn't really have a chance to get, like, delve into it. But evidently, Randy caught the movie, and everything went, you know, a slam bang on his head because um, what basically what the movie is about is, a, is uh, it's based on a book, and it's, about, it's based on a true story about the Osage, how they were basically uprooted, like, from five different states, and they planted them in Oklahoma, well, mm-hmm. there they discovered oil. Oh. So they were among oh. the richest in the world. And guess who coveted their their property? The white people. And the some rich rancher. So what's the name of the movie? Um, Killers of the Flower Moon. Killers and it's worth of the seeing. Flower Moon. Hmm. And yeah, and so hmm. anyway, they started picking off the Native Americans that had this land, and you know the oil rights and stuff. One by one, and um, it's horrific. I mean, you know, wow. they get stolen, and they get, then they, you know, they get wealthy, and then there's white men stealing again from them. <clears throat> and so, anyway, and I guess one of the people I think what he was saying was the 33rd degree Mason as well, and he's had some issues uh, dealing with that group of people. So, mm-hmm. um, anyway, so they hired well. What happened was is the head of the FBI, Jager Hoover, who wanted to put a name for himself, mm-hmm. put a former Texas Ranger on the case. Uh, uh, um, Tom White, I believe his name was. But, yeah, he's a former Texas Ranger. Catch that one. Well, anyway, wow. um, so he he gets a lot of the, you know, he goes undercover and gets a lot of the people, you know, that are not so scrupulous. Uh, to do work for him and stuff and to get, get down and deep into the what was going on. And he basically gets uh, 
three guys, you know, the ones that were murdering those 20, you know, uh, indicted. And so they go to prison. But I was telling Randy, I said, you got, uh, you know, because here's his story. He's got, get this one, he's got law enforcement officers in his background, in his family. (laughs) Okay? He's got attorneys. Um, His dad tried, he had papers that basically said that, um, the, you know, that they were entitled to some of that money that was stolen. Oh, okay, got it. You know, but, uh, and evidently they put it with an attorney of the family and stuff, but the papers disappeared somehow. It was like he was bought off by somebody. Okay, and his dad was you. really upset. And so they didn't have any proof that after that. And, um, but yeah, but he's got law enforcement. I mean, there were, he had, he mentioned, you know, police and he mentioned, oh, I don't know, real high officials in law enforcement. I think it's somebody in the jail too. Um, but anyway, uh, and it's like, here's, okay, let's put the pieces of puzzle together here. And what I was get, getting to him, because I, well, cause he was thinking about me for a walk and it's like, well, I don't believe that's my territory. That's, his territory because he's in Texas. Wow. The former investigator, like I said, the FBI guy was a former, the, you know, the FBI agent was a former Texas Ranger. <laughs> so I, wow. I really feel that God wants him to put his boots on the ground there, not only to remit the but sins of this because. Well, and see, the thing of it is, there, yeah, and see, but there's like. I told Randy, I said, it's not just the 20 people. In the book, if you get a copy of the book, there were hundreds that were murdered. Hundreds. And they didn't get all of them. They just got a few of them. They didn't get everybody that was involved. It's kind of like the Frank with the cover-up that I was involved with prayer walking. But anyway, um, and he could put his boots on the ground, and he could very, he could remit the sins of the shedding of innocent blood, because even that author said, he is the biblical verse, their blood is crying out from the ground. Mm. That's what this David Graham, the author of this book, said, the author. Yeah, the author of the book said that. And that's what I told Randy, and I said, not only that, but reclaim the the property. Reclaim the money. Oh my God! For the old sage people, but see, he's wow. got the authority because he's in the middle of it. You know what I'm saying? He's in the middle of this, and uh, and he's he's right next to Oklahoma. Texas is by Oklahoma. So anyway, if you get in a prayer group down there, he could do that. Plus, and here's another thing: we're in the season where God wants to win souls. And Mm -hmm. we have to remit these sins and we have to pray for restoration and also for his spirit to move among the the Native American people. And Randy, being part of that, can prophesy that out too from that area. And it's, you know, and so it's just like, and I also told him another thing, but, uh, you know, he could probably put somebody else on that watch. But the reason why I believe there's so many tornadoes in Oklahoma is because that, for one thing, number one, this is horrendous. This is one of the biggest crimes committed against Native Americans that I could possibly think of about stealing oh wealth. She. And, uh, mm-hmm. and then also in Tulsa, and this should be prayer walked as well, all those African-Americans that were hung, you know, for wanting to vote and stuff. Remember that mob thing in Oklahoma? 
about that probably yeah, well, time period and stuff like where, that. And I'm from the area where it happened in Florida. Yeah, and it's like, but see, the, the, God wants his prayer walk. And, um, you know, and remitted, Sam is remitted for this kind of business because this is what mm-hmm. causes the, the land to convulse. It's what causes droughts and horrific weather storms and stuff like that because these sins have not been remitted. And, uh, wow. I, and, then, and then all of a sudden uh, on the TV, what are they doing? <laughs> Uh, they have recently put on a new channel on, you know, the free TV stations. And what they're doing is mm-hmm. they're playing roots, okay? They're, they're playing roots. You know, the African American stealing, you know, taking right. us, people from Africa and into slavery. Right. Yeah, they're playing that on the TV. <laughs> so it's like, wow. and that, it, it's convicting. But God wants this done, and so I hope he does it. I pray he does it because I told him I don't have the money right now or the time to for myself to go, and I just don't believe that I'm involved with that. He's closer right. to that. It's, it's surrounding him because the Franklin cover-up, I don't know if you ever know about that one, but that one you should look up too because that's horrific. It's that was called about the child Franklin cover-up? Cover-up. Yeah, it's about child sex trafficking. Oh my and gosh. Satanism and that's taking the forefront. Like, I mean, lately, oh, yeah. I mean, this is. But this been, was this just... was way back in the the 80s to early 90s. Okay. Wow. And uh, mm-hmm. um, anyway, a man by the name of Larry King, not the Larry King radio announcer, but another Larry King right. head of credit union, the Franklin Credit Union. But that was only a front because what he did was he had a child sex trafficking ring. And people as very powerful people in Omaha were invited to these sex parties with these young kids. Oh, and they're also involved in satanic cults. Oh. I mean, judges, uh, heads of the World Herald the newspaper, uh, you name it, big, big heads in Omaha. The police chief, oh, he's a big one, Robert Wadman. And uh, when as high as the White House, George Bush Sr. was part of it. He went to those parties. <laughs> Oh Warren Buffett hosted one of those parties. And uh, anyway, so what kind of was odd here was, well, there's a lady by the name of Kathleen Sorensen, and she had, was a foster mom. And these kids started talking to her because they trusted her about these parties and other things and naming right. these names. So she went to the city council, and that's how it all started, and mentioned about this and said this should be investigated about this child sex trafficking and crimes against these children. And I'll tell you what, um, just like what happened in the, to the Osage people, these kids were threatened by, by these big names. And there were people murdered from their family. The, the, one of the main investigators, his child and him, were blown up in a plane. And it kind of went to the carpet. It was awful. And the ones that did testify were accused of perjury. Wow. So, but anyway, That's what happened was, though, what, what was interesting about this one was I was working at the city clerk's office, and I didn't even know this was going on at the time. This is I found all this mm. stuff out later, like Randy. <laughs> and wow. um, I had wanted to become a police officer, and guess who interviewed me? Robert Watman, the pedophile police chief. 
<laughs> Thank God I never became a police officer because I don't think God wanted me under his authority. And but mm-hmm. things like that. I mean, so I knew, I, and I was meeting victims. I had these victims coming up to me out of nowhere that had been, wow. you know, that had been used by, yeah. So I knew that I, I had to prayer walk that because I was part of it. And that's the same with Randy. So just pray that possibly he can do that. You know, I told him to pray about it. It's just funny that because, the word property came up too, just right in the midst of that. <laughs> I kept hearing property. <laughs> you know. Well, yeah, you reclaim you reclaim the ground, boots on the ground. Uh-huh. You have to reclaim it. Right. And you have mm-hmm. to. And it goes back to David. You know, when 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 uh, there was a drought, David asked, "Well, why is there a drought?" Well, because Saul mm-hmm. killed the Gibeonites, and that they had a covenant. Mm-hmm. And so he had to remit the sins. He had to put it, buy some land, put a sacrifice, uh, altar up, put a sacrifice on it, and he hung the seven sons mm-hmm. of Saul. You know, to mm-hmm. to right. repent of those sins. Mm-hmm. And then the drought broke. But that's like here. And I firmly believe not only I, – I hope they pray about, you know, the hangings too because both of those things are – we've done horrible things both to the, you know, the African-American people and then the Native American Indians. And they have, you have to repent. You have to make things right. Yeah, but this – you, you got to do it by the spirit. Trying to make things right. Yeah, you got to do, do it by the spirit. It's got to be by God's way first. I mean, you can get all the money in the world, but if you if you don't restore the heart, if you don't restore the people with the spirit of God, mm-hmm. forget it. Yep, yep, that's true. That's true. And um, wow, it's that's amazing. That is truly amazing. Wow. Well, God, God is definitely having <laughs> you to be involved at some point. You know, some way. Yeah. You're involved. You're definitely involved. You can't get out of that, Andrea. <laughs> yeah, I do my my fair share of prayer walk, but I can't go to Oklahoma right now. I just told Randy, I said, this one's on you. Well, and I just, my heart goes out to the Native Americans. Only 5% of them are saved. 5% of the population of Native Americans are saved, and that's pretty sad. I mean, you're here in yeah. a, a wow. That is sad. That's very sad, you know. Wow, it's sad. Well, that's a that's an assignment, definitely for you know for those who are, you know, I always thought that I had Native American blood, but I'm not sure. I think I was in a situation where, um, growing up. Well, I grew up in Florida, but I have a picture of my grandmother, and and um, my mother like she was 45 when she had me, so my grandmother was born in 1886. I have a picture. She's, you can tell there's something different about her because she has this yeah. long, uh, wavy black hair. But I didn't. I had a DNA done. Like my son gave me a gift with 23andMe. Uh huh. And had um, you know, all that had that trace. And um, you know, it wasn't a lot of um, American Indian. So I think what happened in in Georgia, because my mom was born in Putnam County, in Georgia, oh, and okay. uh, I think back in the day she was she was born in 1912, and her mother was born in 1886. So um, 
I think back in that era, uh, black people who didn't look totally black, they took on an identity of being um, Indian. To I don't know why. Yeah. Um, it was safer, I think, for them to just say that they were Indian. So my mother grew yeah. up thinking that, and maybe her mother did have some Indian, but, I mean, I did a little research, and I kept finding the word mulatta. So it means that she oh, okay. mixed. And then, then I found, yeah. you know, I did deeper, and then I found what tribe from Africa, and then I found it was also British, Irish, and Viking <laughs> yeah. in my lineage. That was pretty interesting, and um, but yeah, I have a picture, and we were always told she was American Indian, but I believe she was mulatta because when I did a research, my that's what came up because people were afraid oh, okay. to say they were mulatta, especially in certain parts of Georgia. Oh yeah, they felt safer just being American Indian. Something like that. Yeah. So anyway. But yeah, yeah, there's been a lot that's gone on in this nation, and um. Hey, and it's still going on, you know. Still oh yeah, on. and that's why I that's why I believe that the prayer walking is important because in the process of doing that too, you're restoring the walls of protection around those places too. Yeah, yep, yep, you are. And um, wow, that that's a, that's a wonderful, amazing assignment for you because and it's something that I mean, this is kind of like confirmation of what was prayed. That's your assignment. I mean, I don't, as far as where you go and where you pray, but that's just part of what God is doing in and through you as your assignment on this earth, you know. Uh, And even maybe basically just to let you know and to make other people aware that that is something that needs to take place in their situation, something you will share with them. You know what I mean? But have knowledge of that. I'm connected with a lady. Yeah, that's she why I, I told Randy, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why that I might told be Randy. I said, you're yeah. in the middle of it. Not me. You're in the middle of it. You're the one who's related <laughs> to all this stuff. <laughs> what he, I'm what, not. You what are. Response? What was his response? I told him to pray about it. So uh, hopefully he'll pray about it. Okay. So, I mean, I know he's busy and he's got things going on, but, I mean, it wouldn't take much for him to go down there and do that because, I, you know, I mean, because you, you don't think you're, you're assigned to prayer walking, but then this comes up and you're going, uh, maybe you are. <laughs> hmm so. I believe so. <laughs> yeah. What, so you're in, what, are you, are, where are you located? You're in where? I'm in Blair, Nebraska. Oh, Nebraska. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm in the heartland. <laughs> in the heartland. So, yeah, yeah, that's wow. why we have such a big thing about the Franklin cover-up because Omaha's in the, you know devil's territory. He wants to he wants he wants that, but we've had a lot of bad yeah. things going on in Omaha, and that was really? one of them was a Franklin cover-up, and it was just disgusting. I mean, you know, to have those poor kids put into prison. Right. Yeah. One of the one of the people, one of the gals, the girl, Alicia Owen, and she got pregnant by the. Police chief? She's only 15 mm. and he raped her. Mm. Um, so she has a child by him, a little girl, or a girl who's grown now, of course, because this happened back in the mm. 80s. But, yeah, she was she was basically uh, went to prison for perjury because they, they told them anybody testifying was going to go to prison. 
That's where they put her. And Larry King went to prison too, but he didn't go to prison for this. He went to prison because he kept a double book. He stole people's money through the federal credit unions. So he went to prison for that. And he had less of a sentence than she did. Hmm. She had up to 25 years in prison. And he had wow. like 20 or something. And it didn't serve the whole time. And it was just like, it was a mess. It was terrible what they did now, to that poor girl. Now, where's this movie at? Where's this movie? The Killers um, of the Flower Moon. Killers of the Flower Moon. It was in the theater, but they I, they recently took it out. But you can, you can um, I'm sure we'll be putting out the DVD here soon. Uh, but you can watch it'll it on. It'll probably not um, end up on Netflix. Yeah, it'll probably end up on Netflix too. Um, but yeah, Killers of the Flower Moon, and it's it's really a good one. But like I said, I was telling Randy, I said, what you got to understand is they don't include everything because they can't, right. you know, because it's a movie. Right. It's not the whole subject. This guy intensely went through this whole situation. And got everything, you know, everything to do with that. And he said justice really was not done because of the hundreds, not the 20, hundreds of Native Americans mm-hmm. in that area got murdered. She was. And they wow. were not caught. Not everybody was caught that did that. And what was, mm-hmm. what was really crazy was in the movie, I kind of saw a preview. <laughs> and these... Um, it was a rancher and his two nephews were among the perpetrators. I'll put it that way. Anyway, uh, the two nephews were robbing the native, you know, the rich Native Americans. And guess what they were wearing? Right. <laughs> Hoods on their head, like the KKK. I thought, oh, this is oh, interesting. Really? <laughs> yeah, but they were burlap sacks, but they still look like the KKK because, you know. They had little holes in the eyes, you know, and that kind of crap. And they're hey, like, yeah. okay. <laughs> this That's looks familiar. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Wow. So, I tell you, there's a lot that, you know, I don't know. I, I was thinking about, you know, so much over the last week, you know, with the earth and what's going on around the world. And yep. it's, it's just. And, you know, things are unraveling. Things are being exposed. Things, yep. you know, that people have covered. And I just, I was telling uh, my son today, he came over and they were eating dinner. And so we were talking about some stuff. And I was just basically like, you know, it's so much happening. And, and, and oh, I have to tell, I'll probably have to send it to Prophet Randy. So I was, we were talking about some stuff and I was saying how, um, you know, things are, you know, have been prophesied. I was telling them about Israel, and basically we were talking about how the war, you know, how when it started. And, of course, things were going on behind the scenes that a lot of people didn't know about. But, you know, after the war started, it just seems like stuff just started unraveling, you know, just like for everyone to see. And I told my son today um, about Prophet Randy talking about the red heifers. So I was just kind of on, you know, social media. And I'll have to send it to Prophet Randy. I saw, so somebody had it, a, a video on their page of Israel, and they started talking about the war. So I started listening. I was like, they had information about the war, and they broke this thing down, and I'm going to tell you, it, it was amazing. Do you know, I kept listening to the video and watching it, and they were going through the different things, the prophecies. They started talking about, you know, 
everything. Israel, when it became a nation in 1949, they talked about all the different aspects of <laughs> oh, yeah. Jerusalem and, you know, and all of that. And then they got to the part to say that, of course, when the temple is rebuilt, this will be the third rebuilding of the temple. So they were talking about that, and guess what? They showed the pictures of the three red heifers that were sent. And they said on the video, they said, and these red heifers came from a Texas rancher. And Brian, they had a picture of him on there with the cattle. And it showed them loading them up and getting them to Israel. I thought, this is amazing. Oh, yeah. Actually and saw a picture it. of him yeah. and the and the red heifers that were sent over to Israel. I said, oh, I'll probably have to send this to Prophet Randy to let him see. There, there's a little video oh, yeah. of the whole process. Starting, they first started, like I said, talking about the war and what's going on, and then they they backtracked about Israel as a nation, this and this and this, how yeah. the different temples, how this is a third temple, and how they're and so when they are like I think three years old. They will kill them, and they will take their ashes, and it was something, I don't know, I kind of lost track there, but I was so caught up in the fact that they are the red heifers that are yeah. It was so cool. Exactly. And then he, he was he saying like, that. Um, the video. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Well, he was saying that um, he was talking to some people um, that he knew, and um one of them, I know it's Jewish or something. I don't know if he's a rabbi, but evidently, evidently, what happened in Israel on October seventh was because he said the Muslims also know about what's going on. Okay, well they're afraid mm-hmm. of Israel. Um, you know the upper ups and that tearing down the Dome of the Rock and putting their temple up there. Right, they were that's talking why about they, that. That's why they, yeah, that's why they attacked when they did. Okay. Because it was all they're, they're paying attention to all this too. So they that's why they're yeah, feeling I mean, threatened so- and they attacked. But you know, it's no wow. that's not a good reason, I mean, but still. But that's why they did right. that. That's why they want to see them annihilated because they're afraid of them putting the they know the see the time. Well so that's the devil. He knows the time, so mm-hmm. he basically put into their heads. Let's attack them. Let's get rid of the Jewish people now so this can't happen. And right. What doing, right. Of course, what Satan's doing is to make it happen just the way God has yeah. prophesied it to be in his word. Yeah. It's just so, amazing. I was like, I was yeah. just so excited. I was like, we know that, you know, it's, it's God is fulfilling the prophecies and it's going to happen. I mean, we just... Be oh ready. yeah, because that's the spoken word. That's what he told. You know, that's what he said was going to happen through his prophets, and that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the video is called. It's I don't know if you have Facebook, but it's called uh, Israeli uh, Ultimate War. Let me see. Oh, okay. Is I S R A E L I and then, you know, ultimate you know, war. Yeah. And it's a video, and it it has the whole, you know, the the whole thing. I didn't finish listening to it because I got so excited when I saw the red heifers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, 
like, hey, I saw. I know those. I know those cattle personally. <laughs> yep. It was so funny. And uh, I was like, I would have never thought, you know, they would have shown up. And there they had a picture of the rancher. They had him. And then they had the picture of the red heifers. They had them with this long thing, how they carry, you know, cattle, loaded them onto oh, this yeah. trailer-like thing. Yeah, they had that. And then they were talking about the different things that, you know, what the ashes will be used for and that they will be killed at three years old. It was really interesting. Yeah. I thought, Wow. We so knew it's about that. To happen. Oh, really? I knew about that. Yep. Yep. So amazing. So we'll see what happens next. Yeah, I we'll know. We'll see what happens next. It's an unfolding saga here. So, Andrea, is there anything you want to prayer for in particular? It seems like God has just spoke right into that. What your assignment is? I mean, it may not be you traveling over to Oklahoma, but you know. Yeah, just, yeah, just basically, you know, I do what God's told me to do, and then, uh, but I did have something fun, funny happen. It was not really, it was funny, but this one guy, um, <laughs> recently I got a phone call, and um, it was from Berkshire and Hathaway. Well, Warren Buffett is one of those pedophiles. Mm. If you know who Warren mm. Buffett is, yeah, he was one of the pedophiles involved in the strike with the cover-up. Anyway, these people call me up and go, Oh, well, did you get our cash offer about your property? And I, oh, said, wow. I told him, I said, I said I'll tell you what. I said, I never said I was going to sell my property. I don't know why you're calling oh, me. God. Quit coveting my property and do not call me again and take me off of your list. What they are is they're oh, vultures my. that want to buy your, your property for pennies on the dollar because they think that you're in trouble or something. Or, or they just want it. They're coveting it. And it's like I told him, I said, you, you think I'm going to sell? I should have told him. You think I'm going to send my sell my property to a pedophile? I think you've got another thing oh. coming. <laughs> I didn't say that though, but I wanted to. Something about property. This is amazing. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. So no. yeah, they go. Okay, we'll take it. We'll, we'll, we'll take it off our list. <laughs> Wow. Oh, yeah. Amazing. That's mm-hmm. the devil for you. That's, well, you know what? he He's doing what he does. I mean, what else can the devil do but what he does? <laughs> he's yeah. A, he's a, just, he's a, a liar, and he's come here to kill, steal, and destroy. So yeah. we know what he's about. You know, he, he, hey, his resume hasn't changed. No, and he used, he's now using the Berkshire Hathaway people to start stealing for him. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so, I mean, so, hey, he's, his resume remains the same, and it will always be that because he can't change. He doesn't have the opportunity to repent or do any of that. So he's, exactly. it's a done deal with him, a done deal. All right, well, that's really cool, Andrea. Thank you so much for sharing that because that's yeah, amazing. Yeah, just pray for Andy because I, I still believe that's his assignment. So just pray for him that maybe he okay, that maybe we'll, God will do. make some time yeah, for him I, I to mean, do that because he's just – it's yeah. just uh, my heart for the Native Americans. I mean, I, I've done a lot of prayer walking across this nation about massacre sites and – things that have happened to Native Americans and schools and stuff like that. And, you know, I mean, I want to see them come to Christ. I'm just, 
Amen. heartbroken by how many, uh, you know, are so untrusting, you know, toward the white people That's think a, that Jesus is a white man's what? God, and he's not. He's the God of all nations. Well, so, I mean, the thing is it's so deep-rooted that, you know, it, it, and, and I'm just amazed and surprised, you know, like at the number you're saying of people. But there's so much kind of like just they're away from the mainstream pretty much. And there's still, you know, a lot of them have never really accepted to be, you know, or desire to be indoctrinated or assimilated into the society of America. So that's one of the things that's kept them away from, you know, being grafted into the, you know, to the church, so to, so to speak. You know what I mean? Because yeah, um, it's, that's, you know, that has to be broken. It's almost like it's a spiritual thing that goes through the bloodline that has to be broken off of them for them to be able to receive, yeah. you know, and it's you know, a healing, that, that's uh, a healing, you know, it's generational. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a healing too. We got it. We we have to pray for healing yeah. the hearts because it's we just messed up. White man messed up completely with with you know with the African American people and with the Native American people, and it's got to be rectified by His Spirit. You know, God's Spirit yeah. has to start healing the deep wounds. You know, and you just got to pray and re- repent of the sins and. Ask God to intervene because we can't do it on our own. There's no way we can right. heal these people on, on our own. It's got to be by the Spirit of God. It has so. to be. There's no other way. Um, no other way. That's it. Yep. All right. Well, Andrea, thank you so much for sharing. I That's pretty awesome to me. So we'll be praying Amen. for Prophet Randy because I, I've been praying for him a lot recently. After, I mean, like I said, I don't really get to hear like the entire show. I usually get off the phone after 11, and then I try to get some stuff sorted, and then I'll turn it on. And oh, yeah. he's usually pretty much wrapped up some of the stuff. But I did hear him the other night, you know, and he was talking about how I had I didn't even know this that you know he felt like he'd been uh, sort of tagged to be watched as a suspicious or an interesting uh, person, yeah. a person of interest. And yep. you know, I think I heard him say something about they had uh, something got in his truck and inspected it or something. I came in on the yeah. tail end and that they've been following him. I thought, oh, and you know how people have been saying to him about being careful and stuff. And I thought, oh, Lord. I mean, I started to pray like, what in the <laughs> world? You know? Like, what yeah. is going on? You know, Well, and then his wife's family is that. Yeah. yeah, I heard him but say it, that. And then, yeah. yeah, his wife's family is after him too. He's the father because he's powerful and he's rich. And I, I, I guess he maybe, maybe he's one of the thirty-third degree Masons. I, I don't know if he is. Or yeah, not. I was I thinking. He, he said, I, he yeah, I couldn't remember either, but it seemed like I, I heard that come up once before. But I remember. But he's powerful. Uh, he, he's powerful, but he doesn't yeah. want Randy to have any of her money. Because evidently he wants to try to disinherit him. Uh, so wow. just be praying for him for that, but he's causing trouble. And but the guy better be careful because it says right in the word, "Touch not my anointed, do my prophets no harm." So this guy better be careful, and just pray for well, him. You know, pray for the father-in-law because he's touching things he should not touch right now. 
And people are so ignorant of that. They, he has no clue. He has no yep. clue. Because if he did have so, a clue, he'd back off. But he doesn't yeah, have a clue. Yeah, but he's, he's, not, he's not backing off. So just pray for him that God, you know, wow. God reveals to him what's going on. That is so, man. I tell you. So we know God has his hand on his life and this ministry, and we just speak to that foul, wicked spirit that it has to, it, it has no ground, it has no authority, it has no right. So, Amen. wow. I know I, I heard Prophet Randy sound pretty confident. He was about like, you know, he's not worried about it, you know, that he just no. felt that, you know, that God has God got him. And, you know, yeah. Yes. He God will, will take care of it. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, Andrea, for shedding a light on these things. I will be prayerful and you be, um, you know, sensitive to what God's going to tell you to do and how to pray, you know, concerning that for Prophet Randy to, you know, if that's what God's called him to do, to step into place. Amen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Anything else you want me to pray about? No, that, that's, that's, that's about it. it. That's about it. <laughs> All right, Andrea. Well, it was great talking to you. I hadn't talked to you in a while. And um, I, mean, I just feel like, you know, God is, hey, he's gearing, he's He's. He's. He's putting everybody in place. And he's, it's almost like God's coming back reminding us, okay, this is what you do. This is your assignment. Yep. So he's yep. letting us know, hey, say, occupy until I come. You know, so that's what we got to do. That's right. All Amen. right. Well, you stay warm out there in Nebraska. I probably it's probably pretty cold, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> We're expecting <laughs> snow, so I'm praying for not a whole lot of snow. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, my son went back to Wisconsin, and that's a big change from a Florida Georgia boy to go to Wisconsin because he said, "Mom, these winters out here are thirty below." <laughs> really? Yeah, they, they think. <laughs> yeah, hard. So anyway. All right. Well, be blessed, my sister. We look forward to talking to you again, and Happy New Year. You too. Yeah, have a happy All new right. year, too. Be blessed. All right. Good night. Have a good night. All right. So let's go to our next caller. Moving right along, let's go to 251-229, and who am I speaking with, and where are you calling from? Hello, two five one two two nine. Are you there? I don't know if I can refresh. Go back. See if we can get two five one. Hello, two five one two two nine. Are you there? I'm here. Hello, is it Sarah? This is Sarah. <laughs> Hi, Sarah. How are you tonight? I'm good. How are you? I am doing really, really good, uh, considering the fact I thought I was going to pass out and fall asleep earlier today. I mean, and <laughs> I was, like, fighting it. I went to church. I was fighting it. And uh, then I got home and... I had fixed dinner, and my son came over, and the kids were over, and, of course, there was no sleeping then, but I did sit down and rest. And uh, other than that, I think I'm doing pretty good. 
and I'm not as tired as I thought I was. I was like, oh, I got the show tonight. I hope I'm not so tired. But I felt like I got a rejuvenation. Something rejuvenated me, so I'm doing good. Let's pray for you. Uh, Father God, we just thank you for Sarah tonight. We thank you, Lord, for perseverance and preservation. We thank you, Lord, for preserving her uh, to be ready to persevere into new territory, into new things. Uh, the perseverance, you know, I heard that word perseverance, is God has preserved and he's um, set things in place in you that is going to be needed for the perseverance through some things. So there's things in you, Sarah, I feel like the Lord wants you to know that they're in you to equip you to go through with perseverance to the to the places that God is taking you to in your life, maybe not so much physically, but just spiritually and emotionally, that when the enemy, you know, tries to raise his ugly head, he's already preserved you with certain things that have been preserved in you to persevere against any of the realms of the devil. devil. When he comes at you, when he tries to throw you off course, when he tries to tell you things that are mm-hmm. not true, when he tries to lie, when he tries to mock, when he tries to direct you in a path that's not what God has called you to do, he's already put inside of you, Sarah, the, the things that are needed that are preserved to, um, to take you through and persevere into new situations that God's already set up for you. So, like I said, I'm not so much what I'm saying is a physical thing, but a spiritual thing. Preserved to persevere. That's the word. You're preserved to persevere. You're not preserved to stand still. You're preserved to move forward, to persevere into where mm-hmm. God is calling you spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. So, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for um, for her to understand that whatever God has placed before her he's already placed it in her he's preserved that thing for your perseverance into where he's taking you so we give you glory and honor god because only you can do it you know what's inside of us you know what you put in us you know what you preserved in us to persevere to handle your business to handle what you've assigned us to do and so lord we give you glory for that in jesus name Hallelujah. So how are you, Sarah? I'm great. Hold on for a minute. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I, you know, I'm I'm, I'm feeling a whole lot more uh, lively than I expected to be at this hour with not getting a whole lot of sleep, I don't think. But I have been sleeping a lot better, though, because I got me some of this special, uh, I don't normally, I'm not like court. Uh, I mean, I drink coffee, but it's like I just started because Somebody gave me a curate. So anyway, I started drinking it then, but I like iced coffee. So I ordered this coffee with mushrooms in it, mushrooms and what it's called think uh, think coffee, and it has really affected my sleep. Well, I'm sleeping so much better. So anyway, I think I'm doing pretty good. Well, all right. Yeah, it's. Uh, called Four Sigmatic Think Organic Coffee with Lion's Mane and Chaga Mushrooms. 
for mental focus and energy. So I guess it's paying off tonight. Yeah, that's awesome. That's different. That, yeah, that coffee. I someone, yeah, I don't, like I said, it's not, I don't normally drink it, you know, but somebody gave me a Keurig, so I started drinking you, and I'd make iced coffee, you know, sometimes. And so I, I heard someone talking about some mushroom coffee, coffee with mushrooms, and then I, I think it was called Rise or something, but then I went online and I started to just look at this, and I heard, I saw the reports on Amazon about how good it is. It's like um, test, te- it's on the bag, it's tested for toxins, it's ke- keto, it's gluten-free, and there's no sugar. And someone was telling me yesterday that lion's mane is supposed to be really good, that's in it, and charga mushrooms for mental focus and energy. So I think it's paying off tonight because I, I feel pretty lively. That is awesome. That is so good because we need it. I mean, we need it. Everything that God has provided for us, it's already Mm -hmm. in the earth. It's in the earth. It's what now? Oh, yeah, it's in the earth. Everything, Everything that God has provided for us, like everything else is synthetic. But the Lord has already provided for us. Mm-hmm. Everything in the yep. earth. Yep, he has. And, you know, big pharmaceutical companies, you know, with all the prescription drugs that, you know, so many people are on. And some people, you know, they need it, of course. But, you know, if you can get away from that, then, you know, and to get something natural, it's much better. So, I mean, I was, never really was a coffee drinker until recently. So, like I said, and I was thinking, um, when I saw that information about this, you know, mushrooms and what it's supposed to do, and then I started to research, and I ordered this, and honest to goodness, I've been taking it for about a week, and ever since I started drinking it, I haven't slept this good in I don't know when. I mean, I'm test. I, it's a true testament that this, whatever I'm doing with this, I'm sleeping so much better um, I, right off the bat from the first day when I first drank it. So I guess that's why I have some energy tonight. And, <laughs> I mean, I usually always have energy, but usually by the time, I mean, I'm feeling a little, but I'm alert, I'm awake, and, hey, I'm, I feel pretty good, Sarah. So what's going on with you? Well, <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. Then okay. doing a little doing a little bit with my left knee. Um, mm-hmm. it's kinda giving me drama. Uh oh. <laughs> we don't need any drama. Yeah, it, yeah the the left knee is acting up. And I said, Oh no, don't do this. No, thing. no. That's right. If, if they want to do surgery on it. Mhm. Mhm. Um, because it's bone on bone. Okay. And yeah, they want to go ahead and go in, so that's why I said I just needed prayer and seek the Lord okay. for His 
divine provision and his Amen. divine guidance. Mhm, mhm. And I said, yeah. I said, let me let me call and uh, I know the Lord has plans and everything that the Lord has that you said on tonight and he was using you as his spiritual mouthpiece it was prophetic definitely all the way around so i just thank the lord for you using for him using you well thank god for his faithfulness because i'm telling you if it was not for the faithfulness of the lord i just you know where would i be you know um, but yeah, that word that did come up was to preserve you, to pre- to preserve you, like basically build you, keep you together, you know, whether it be physically, mentally, emotionally, but to preserve you so that you can persevere into the places, you know, that God has called you to. Your whole preserve being preserved is that you can persevere and be, you know equipped to do what God has called you to do. So, Lord, we just take that word right now. Of course, I didn't know about, you know, her having this situation going on right now with this knee, and that's the reason she was calling in. So, Lord, we just thank you that you will preserve her. As that word's already been released, to preserve you, to, mm. to uh, keep you, to to make sure whatever he put in you operates the way it needs to be operating because he's preserving you. You know, when you think about preserve, mm. think about um, people canning and, and making preservatives. What are they doing when they do that? They're to keep that thing locked and sealed and tight so that it doesn't lose what's in it until it's able to be opened up and eaten and be partaken of because it's been preserved for that particular thing. So that's what preserved is, what preserves are. People say they're canning this, they're canning potatoes, they're canning that. So what are we doing when we preserve? We're preserving that thing. We're locking it down to keep it in place, to, pe- to keep it right so that it will be kept to do what it's supposed to do. And that's to taste good when we eat it, right? <laughs> when we open those preservatives, we, uh, preserves, I don't preservatives, but when we open those preserves that have been canned and put aside, everything that's supposed to be in is locked down up in there so that when we open it up, it'll be just as good as it was when it first started, right? Right. <laughs> so that's like what God was saying to you, that whatever in you, he's like preserving it so it'll be in place to handle whatever God is putting you you know, out there to do wherever he's putting you, um, you know, to be in spiritually. And even when you talk about when I said it's not may not be so much a physical movement, but it, it's a mind. You know, where does this all start? It starts with our mind. Our mindset has to be right. You know, we call those things that be not as though they were. Where does that start? It starts with our thinking. Because we're going to usually release out of our mouth what's going on in our head, you know. That's mm. why it's good not to open your mouth and say everything that sometimes the enemy's trying to tell you to, to meditate on, and then you go ahead and you open your mouth and release that word into the atmosphere, and then you give that word 
opportunity to be active in your life. So that's why mm-hmm. I've been very mindful over the last, you know, few months, especially I have to remind myself quite often. But be careful because the whole thing, yeah, the enemy will come and plant something in your mind. Yeah, you know you're never going to be able to do that. Oh, you know that's not going to work. Okay, so what do you do? Do you open your mouth and release it? No, because once you release it, you give that thing power to become activated in your life. So God is letting us know that, you know, what he puts in us, you know, or his word to you basically preserve, preserve that. Didn't he make, when he made you, Sarah, didn't he make you whole? When you were formed in your mother's womb, everything that you needed to operate in a way that he wanted you to operate came, you know, you were fine when you were young, right? You know, so that thing that God put in you, he, it's almost like the word saying, I'm going to preserve that thing so that you will be equipped to handle the next thing. Because if you're not preserved, you're not going to be able to handle what's coming up. If I, have, if I don't hold that thing in you and preserve that thing in you, then you won't be able to persevere. You won't be able to handle mm. You won't be able to go through it. Only through the preserving of what I've already put mm. in you will you be able to persevere into the things that I'm calling you to. Amen. So we have to be mindful what we release out of our mouth and the Oh, you can't do that, devil, shut up. Uh, I call those things that be not as though they were. I will not release negativity out of my mouth. I will not give the devil Mm. opportunity to take my words and use them against me. You know, so I find myself, you know, just trying to be quiet before the Lord. And even though I'm hearing stuff, unless I believe it's the Lord telling me something, and if it's the Lord telling me something, I know it's something good, and I know I need to release it out of my mouth. I need to say, if God says, you know, you are blessed and highly favored, and I'm, I love you and you're my daughter, I will. then I need to be able immediately to say, I am blessed and highly favored, and I am a daughter of the king. Yeah, I need to confess that. If God drops that into my spirit, I need to immediately throw that out because the enemy's got some sort of ammunition. He's going to be aiming my way, but no weapon formed against me shall prosper, especially when I've got something to add it off like the word of God. Like the word of mm. God is my shield. The word of God mm. protects me. So, yeah, if the Lord is saying to me, you know, hey, you are my beloved, calls you to prosper. I'm calling you to prosper. If God's saying that to me, or if I hear that in my mouth, in my mind, Sarah, and in my spirit, man, I need to say, I will prosper of the Lord. He has, I am beloved of the Lord. And I believe when mm. we release that, it might be like a barricade against what the enemy might be trying to send us to say later. You know, like he might be getting ready to tell us, oh, you just a no good nothing. You ain't going to amount to anything or you think that's going to work. Who do you think you are? You're just ignorant. But see, God already gave me the shield so that when the enemy's out there plotting to try to send me a word, I've already released the shield and said, I am beloved of the Lord. 
So if he was trying to get ready to send me a word to say you just a rotten, good, 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 no good, nothing, I've already sent protection out. They say no, the word of the Lord has already gone out before your word, devil, that says I am beloved of the Lord, that says I am his beloved, and that he has given me opportunities and ventures that will bless me. And then you know, mm. the devil got to come up with something else. He'll send something else. But that's what I, I'm learning that when the Lord releases a word in my spirit, go ahead and say that word. Release that word into mm-hmm. the atmosphere. And I believe it will become a barricade against what the devil is plotting to try to put in your mind to say about yourself. Mm. Hallelujah. You know what? Praise the Lord. I'm getting this hot off the press because I ain't never thought about that like that before. I mean, I know that I was supposed to release the word, but as I'm talking to you, it's almost like the Lord is speaking to me and say, that's why I give you those words. Or I'll come to you and say, I love you and you're my precious daughter and I have good things for you. I'm not just telling you that so that you can internalize it. I'm telling you that so you can release it into the atmosphere. So that the devil will know, you know who you are. So he has to come back. He has to go back and regroup and try to figure out something else he's going to send. Hallelujah. So you begin to do that. I think that's a, something the Lord is speaking to you to do. Because I'm going to tell you, Sarah, I didn't think about it like that. I mean, I knew about focusing on what God has said to me. But right now, talking to you and the Lord telling me it's a barricade against the the lies of the enemy, like with the scripture that says no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Why won't it prosper? Because I've already sent a word out that's going to barricade the lie that the enemy's trying to send. Mm. Oh, my God, Jesus. I love that. Woo! Mm. I, I didn't even think Hallelujah. about it like that. Just as I'm talking mm. to you, I've been able to see what God says. Mm. When I speak blessings, and I'm here, you're hearing me speak blessings in your spirit, I'm telling you, you know, you will prosper, you will live, and you will not die. The, 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 the righteous shall live by faith. See, what are you supposed to do? Then don't just listen to me tell you that. Release it out of your mouth so that it will cause a barricade against the weapon that the enemy is forming against you, that when it comes up against you, it won't be able to prosper because the barricaded word of God is already there. Mm, that's all Jesus. right, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus is in the air. Thank glory, you, Jesus. hallelujah. Glory, glory. Glory, glory. Man, glory, thank glory. you, Sarah, for calling in because you just caused me to just look at this thing in a whole different way. Oh my <laughs> God! I'm telling you, I mean, I know to speak the word and to release it over our life, but I never saw it as God showing me it's the barricade, the attacks of the enemy that he's back there plotting. Mm. And when he gets ready to try to send it, you already put the word up as a shield. That's why the weapon Mm. that he's forming against you will not prosper because you've already released the word to keep it from prospering. Mm. The barricade. Okay. Thank you, Lord. Didn't say the word let you know the 
Yes. So that word creates a fence all around you. Mm. So when God Thank you, Lord. This stuff, it's almost like the Lord is saying to me, we internalize this stuff so much, we don't release it into the atmosphere when he gives it to us to cause his word to be a fit all around us. Oh, hallelujah. Jesus. My God. The barricade, Woo! the enemy Glory. cannot, the enemy cannot go any further. Because we're putting what the Lord has already instilled oh, in us, mm-hmm. in the atmosphere. So he cannot go. go any further. Jesus. He cannot go any further. And then the not Lord only with that, put it up. those are words of faith. What is it mm. worth doing? We shall live by faith. That's how we live, by faith mm. in the Son mm. of God. And the enemy doesn't know if we're living by faith if we're not really demonstrating or speaking it out. That's why he's always going to be sending something out to try to get us or knock us out because we're not letting him know up front, I believe God. His word is powerful. It'll cover. Mm-hmm. It'll protect. The blood of Jesus is everything that it was shed for. Yes. God. Yeah. Thank you, Sarah. I appreciate that tonight for you helping me with that. <laughs> Amen. Thank you so Amen. much. I mean, you know this stuff, but it's almost like you don't know it. I mean, you know it, but you're not putting it in operation. The atmosphere. You're not releasing you it into the atmosphere. atmosphere. You got to put it out. You got to put it out there, Sarah. Yeah, you got to. Wow. It's a, it was a song, and it says, I don't know if it's something about the atmosphere. Put it in the atmosphere. I think I know the one. Something. Yeah, I, I think I know the song, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah a, I mean, wow. Put it in the atmosphere or something. That just, wow, that just got so plain to me tonight. Woo, I know what I need to do. About some situations, hallelujah, glory be to God. <laughs> we got, we got to put that word. I mean, we say it, but it's almost like God is saying to me, and I'm just sharing it with you, is that God is saying to me, I have given you so much, so much ammunition. You're just not releasing it. So it's like a gun being loaded, but unless you fire it, it's not going to go nowhere. Yeah. I gotta fire that word. Fire it up. I've given you. I've given it to you. I've spoken it to you. So it's like God is saying to me, as soon as I speak a word to you, release that thing into the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. You are loaded gun. But as long as you're loaded and you don't pull the trigger, you're not gonna accomplish anything with a loaded gun being loaded, holding it in your hand. Mm-hmm. Amen. Unless you fire that thing, you better fire that word, Sarah. <laughs> and award off the attacks of me. It's almost like, you know, I just got a vision of, you know, back in the old days and those old gunslinging movies, those Western movies, 
You know, uh-huh. my mom used to love Gunsmoke. She loved James Arnett's Matt Dillon, you know. Matt Dillon, man, <laughs> you know, he'd be out there, and you know what? He'd have some, some, some enemy out there trying to take him out. But guess what? When he pulled that thing on a quick draw, that enemy was gone before they could even breathe. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Ammunition. So I, I just got a vision of Matt Dillon, James Arnett. My mom used to love her cowboy movies, man. She liked the rifle, man. You know, I'm telling my age again, y'all. Back in the 60s, we had the rifle, man. We had gun smoke with Miss Kitty there running the saloon. We ain't too happy about to Miss, Miss, Miss Kitty. I don't know what she was doing, but anyway. But we know that but we know that Matt Dillon was the sheriff of the town. And he was uh-huh. quick to draw. So before the enemy yeah. even come at him, he was that man, he fired that thing and it just knocked that enemy clean up out of the picture. So that's what mm-hmm. God is saying. He gave me a vision. He says, When I give you something, you better release that thing because right there it's Rhema and it's gonna set up a standard against the enemy and I'll take them out. Because even if they've got a weapon formed against you, ain't going to prosper because it ain't going to make it to you because you got the shield already up. You fired first, Sarah. Amen. Fired up first. That's right. I need to Quick fire to it up first. Pull that thing out. Pull that word out, Sarah, and fire it fast. Amen. Amen. Glory be to God. That's an exciting word. I got to write this down. I'm like, don't forget this. Amen. Jesus. Wow, that is Thank exciting. You, Thank you so much, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, I just saw a whole, like, script of gun smoke. You know, hey. The enemy's trying to come at, but you already fired first. You fired that word. And it set Amen. up a barrier of protection that took that in, or either it took that enemy out. He was like, oh, yeah. man, I thought I had it this time. It was like God is saying, I'm giving you. It's almost like, haven't you figured it out? That what I give you is your weapon of warfare. Don't you know that? Mm-hmm. I'm not just dropping this stuff in your spirit for you to say, oh, yeah, that sounds pretty good, Lord. No. Speak it out of your mouth. That is your weapon of mm-hmm. warfare, the word. Huh. Hmm. Is anything Ooh, too hard for God? Is there anything that he mm. can't do? Wow, I'm just excited about that. I'm going to have to be, <laughs> wow. Mm. That's, wow. Oh, God. I'm excited. I'm just. <laughs> wow. I'm just like, woo. It's like a breath of fresh fresh air. It's just in yeah, my well, spirit, man. Too, it's just. Yeah. It's just in my spirit, man. It's like, whoa, fired up, fired up. Fired up. Fire it up. That's it. Fire it up. God has given us the ammunition. Fire it up. No weapon formed shall prosper. No, because we already sent the word out to protect us. We already sent the word out to barricade against the enemy. 
We've already mm-hmm. heard to be a fence around us, a fence around us. Hallelujah. Glory Hallelujah. Glory Hallelujah. 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 Glory. Hallelujah. 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 channel where I could see these tigers and cougars and all that. But normally this just total peace and quiet in my house unless I have some worship music on. So God is talking to me because I do that purposely because I want him to talk to me all the time. I want to hear what God is saying to me. I don't want any interruptions. I don't want any disturbances. I want to hear from God. So he's always mm. telling me something and he just let me know tonight just telling you something just for you to say, oh, God, that sounds pretty good, and, and don't release it out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. I've been talking to you to pull out mm-hmm. the weapon of your warfare and use it against the plot of the enemy. Mm-hmm. And I haven't been doing it, Sarah. I've been doing mm-hmm. it. I'm kind of, I told a friend of mine the other day, I was like, I said, God has told me some things, and I said, I'm like Mary, you know, when she was told about, you know, bringing forth the son, and you know how she pondered those things in her heart, even even as Elizabeth did with John, how she pondered those things, and, and so I was telling some people, and there are some things that God has told me, you know, that you don't release, you ponder those things in your heart, those are things that God is telling me what he's going to do, and you don't speak it out out of season, you're waiting for, you know, like when you know, she didn't go around telling everybody what God, the angel, had told her immediately. She pondered those things in her heart. So I was telling some people about that, a friend of mine, friends of mine about that. So, yeah, we ponder some things in the heart, but God is telling me not everything I give you are you supposed to be pondering on. You need to release it out of your mouth mm-hmm. because it's your war strategy. That is what... Yeah, you know, I haven't been doing. And that's why the enemy has been able to creep in in some areas because what I'm telling you to speak, you're not speaking it out into the atmosphere. You're not releasing it into the atmosphere. So, thank God I've come to a better awareness of that tonight. Thank you so much, Lord. Yeah. Thank you, Lord, too, because... I need to I need to speak it into the atmosphere. When it comes in my spirit, mm-hmm. man, just speak it instead of yes. hold it in. Right, right. And it's good we meditate. You know, we meditate on the things of God, yeah. But there are some specific things that God is releasing to us that we are to release into the atmosphere that it will ward off the attack of the enemy. It will mm. hinder and stop and block 
his attack. You know, so. Oh, that was good. I like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. And so Thank we just Jesus. we just pray over Sarah, Lord. We just ask that you give her uh, insight and wisdom and things to speak over her body, uh, to release it into the atmosphere, to ward off the attacks of the enemy. And we just thank you, Lord, for praise, and we give you praise and glory and honor for being God, for being our protector, our healer, our leader, our guide, you know, into all truths and understanding. We bless your name, Lord. And as you were talking, I remember seeing something. I can't remember what it is now, but I saw something just in a natural sense. I saw something recently about something that was um, – I can't think of the product. It was a it was something natural. It was like a supplement, but it was a natural supplement. I can't think of then what it was. It was uh and it had a picture of bone on bone issues and they this particular thing was to uh come against that. To stop that. And I can't remember what mm. it was. I just saw it this week. Yep, I don't remember what the product was. So you might want to Google something and see what you find. But I did see something just this week because I, I can see the picture now. It was like on bone-on-bone health, I mean, issue with the bone-on-bone and this particular supplement or whatever rebuilds that. And right now I'm taking, I don't know, it wasn't this product, but I know I'm taking something that's to, um, I don't know, what. Let me take a look at this. Let me look. Okay. Oh, okay. So I'm taking um, something, but it wasn't this item, but I'm taking something that I ordered off Amazon. It's called Vital Proteins Collagen Peptides, and it does say Mm -hmm. for hair, nail, and joint support. But this other thing that I saw, it actually was supposed to help rebuild and come because uh, they were saying I don't remember what it was, so you might want to Google it and see if you can mm-hmm. see anything that's um, supplemental that is um, to help rebuild, you know, joint or you know that bone on bone situation, you know, to rebuild that area. But yeah, I did see something just this week on that. Yeah, I didn't want to. You know, too much rush into surgery or anything until right. my um, what, what you call it, the orthopedic uh, doctor said it was you know bone on bone and and um, until he said that, then I was like, you know, and then he told me he thought that will be the best way out is to go ahead and get the surgery. So I was like, okay. Yeah. yeah, I think it might be this uh, item. Let me see. Um, I don't know. Let me see. This is, looks like more skin care. I just can't remember the name of the product, but like I said, Google it and see what you can find. But they were specifically talking about that because they had pictures of, you know, someone who had that issue that you're speaking of and how – this particular uh, vitamin or supplement began to help in that area. 
So just something to mm. research if you want. Yeah. Well, I thank the Lord for you. I really do because it's been exciting. You know, whenever the Lord gives you, in, other, in essence, it's like whenever the Lord gives you a word, it's like fired up and let the enemy know, hey, I got my ammunition. I'm ready to go. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Hey, and we're supposed to be ready to go before he's ready to go. So just like when I saw that, that gun fight out there uh, in the um, – in front of, uh, you know, the whatever it was, in front of Kitty's Saloon or whatever, and gun smoke. <laughs> I saw, you know, why why did he take the enemy out? Because he was, he was on the mark before the enemy even had a chance to draw. So let us be on the mark before the enemy even has the time to draw on us. Why? How are we going to do that? We're going to have the word out there before he even attempts to do what he's going to try to do. We're going to be quick to draw. Mm. We're going to be quick to draw. How do, we get, how do we get to be that way? By listening to God, and I believe he drops things in our spirit. I think sometimes I just kind of didn't even think about it like that. He drops things in our spirit, not for us just to hold it in there and say, oh, that sounds pretty good, God. Well, all right, thank you. No. A lot of times I believe God has given us stuff to release into the atmosphere to ward off of the enemy. I mean, it's a strategy. It just makes sense. Huh. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And then, yeah, and then he gives it to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gives it to you so you can ward off the enemy. So when he gives yeah. to you, you've already got it in your spirit. Right, and the weapon that he tried to form against you won't prosper. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, hmm. I'm saying the same thing. It can't prosper. <laughs> It can't prosper. Yeah, because you've already, you know, put that word out there, you know. And it may not even sound like it makes much sense when we first get it. Like, why am I, why do you want me to release this like this? Because God already knows what the enemy's plotting. You know? Hmm. So, anyway. Amen. Well, I'm glad Hallelujah. I told you, Sarah. Hallelujah. <laughs> That is a refreshing word coming from the Lord, coming straight from the Lord. He is really showing up and showing out like this is what I want everyone to know. When I'm in there, when I'm in the atmosphere, go ahead and give it all you got. To, to strike up that ammunition and tell that enemy that I don't have time to play. Hey. That's right. I'm standing hey. on the word. And get, I got, hey, I got backup. <laughs> I'm loaded. <laughs> My word is the ammunition. I'm loaded. What's the word they say when they're carrying arm, uh, um, armed weapon? They say they, they're packing. We're packing, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> We're packing. Yep. Hey, um, Matt Dillon, James Arness, when he walked out there on the front uh, street of uh, wherever he was, I don't remember the name of the town, but Gunsmoke, he was packing. <laughs> and he was ready. 
<laughs> yep, you <he was> ready. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I just saw that gun, you know, that that cowboy scene, and then Rifleman. When Rifleman came out, man, Rifleman was ready. They didn't have a chance against Rifleman. He was already armed and waiting. You know. <laughs> Yeah, pretty Mm -hmm. exciting (laughs) Okay All right, Sarah Is there anything else you We believe in God So whose report will we believe We're going to believe the report of the Lord And he's given us a strategy So I, I, I believe that You know, he's answered your prayer So he's given you a strategy Yes, I believe God I just believe God is the answer, and I'm going to go ahead and step out on faith and start putting my ammunition and and everything (laughs) into the atmosphere. Yep, (laughs) yep. And then God will give us wisdom on what we need to do. And, I mean, we can take some, you know, whatever you feel like the Lord is leading you to do. But, like I said, I would release release that into the atmosphere and, you know, trust in God and walk by faith and, you know, he's still God. He didn't change. He's, he's he's still the God of miracles. He's still the God who caused the blind to see and the lame to walk and the deaf to hear. Let me tell you this before you leave, uh, Prophetess Angela Joy. I first started off with my right leg, and... Mm-hmm. It was the one that started off hurting. And they said, oh, it's the one that's really bone on bone. So I prayed Mm -hmm. about it and prayed about it, put my hands on it and anointed it. And next thing I know, it's healed. Praise the Lord, my God. And, you know, sometimes we get what they say, a progressive healing, that it progresses. It doesn't happen immediately. It progressively heals. So I mean that's amazing. That I remember you calling about your knee before. So this is a different knee. Yeah, this is the left one. It's it switched from being healed from the right one. Now I've got to, you know, get some attention to the left one now. Yeah, that seems like something spiritual to me. Because yeah. I mean, you you know if that got healed and then yeah, there's yeah. Yeah, so hmm. Seems like a right on time word to me for you. Mm. Well, I know what I've got to do. Yeah, you be led led by the spirit of God, whatever the Lord is telling you to do. But um, you know, wow, that's a miracle. That other one is no longer a problem. Wow, look at God. Yeah, it's no longer a problem. Wow, that's just the Lord. Yeah, that's, that's the Lord. Just the that's Lord. definitely the Lord. Yep, that's definitely the Lord. Yep. So we'll be praying yeah. for you, believing with you, and hey, you you got the ammunition, so you just gotta use it. You're packing. <laughs> we're, we're packing. We're packing. We're packing. We're packing. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sarah. Well, you have a great week. I enjoy talking to you, and um, we'll be talking to you soon with the testimony. 
Yes, I believe God. I receive it. I receive it. <laughs> All right. Well, like I said, you be led by the Lord and just listen to what he has to say, what he, whatever direction he tells you to go in. All right. Will you okay. be blessed? We'll talk to you later. Okay. Will you be blessed and talk to you later and have a okay. blessed night in the Lord. All right. And happy new year. <laughs> Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year. All right. All right. Good night, Sarah. Good night. Love you. Love you, too. All right. Woo. Let's move on down to 303-386. Who am I speaking with, and where are you calling from? Hey, it's my joy. It's Mike from Colorado. So, first one thing. There was a guy on the mass text. Four eight zero seven nine nine zero nine six seven, and he was crying out for some help and deliverance. So I think um, maybe we should pray for him. I told him that he's welcome in here. I'm sure he's listening. Why don't you give him a prayer first so he can get a little Jesus and um, maybe cast out a couple of demons on him. And then, um, yeah, I'm going through a really interesting situation, but um, you know your message really hit. But um, if you could. Uh, Okay, yeah, I don't see his name. I don't see him on here unless he went on another one. Because, you oh, know, no, now no, no. probably right he has um, where it says Angela Joy. Call three nine seven to speak with her personally, and he gave you a little message after that, and then I gave him a little message, and then oh really? He gave a little message, and then you know gave a little more message, and um, yeah, I promised him some prayer. So okay, let's pray right. for him well, like first, I said, I... and then yeah, what's his is, name? All right. We have no idea. He was just uh, crying out for help and was kind of afraid to come in, so I'm sure he's just listening. Too shy to ask oh, okay. him to pray. So okay, what's his name? We have no clue. We just you have, have no text. clue. No. Oh, I, okay. I mean, you you can read the text. Uh, like going to mass text, you can read. I mean, that's what information we have. Oh yeah, I don't. For some reason, you know, Father Randy has two numbers now, so I don't see that other number. Let me see if I can. And I just got a brand new phone, it's so I don't know if everything's trans. Maybe he erased them already. Oh okay. Yeah, because he has two phones that you can text on, I thought. Well, no, just the 214 number. Okay, yeah, well, on the mass text, he has uh, F off and F off after the message, and then S my D, and, yeah, so he was just, uh, he was crying out, and I tried to minister mm. to him a little bit, but, um, yeah, I mean, he just, he definitely is asking for prayer. So let's pray for him. All right. Well, I tell you what, I'm going to be on here in agreement, then I'm going to pray. So you go ahead and pray first, and I'm I'm going to be in agreement. No, 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 I'll let, I'll let, I'll let you pray for him. Um, but then if you could pray for my situation as well. I had some real bad money stolen and some other stuff, and it's just um, kind of heartbreaking. I bless him, but um, I just let God show you. But it's um, my hands are innocent in this one. <laughs> But, um, you know, it's uh, God is good, and um, like you said, like, you know, he goes before us, and 
you know, God, God will use this to turn everything around for good and, you know, and probably bring you people into salvation, I hope. Yeah, so what was the issue you said you had? What happened to you? I, I don't really want to say it, but it's... um. Oh, okay, that's fine. It, it okay. was a real bad fine. betrayal that involved money and all kinds of okay, stuff, right? Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. And almost ended up dead in that, and, um, you know, that they, they don't know what they're doing. So my prayer is that God opens their eyes and shows them so that they can repent and be saved. And um, I really don't care about the money, but... um. Right. You know, it's, um, right. They, they they need to um, you know, it's not retaliation. It's um, man, I love you guys, man. I don't understand this, and um, I'm praying for you. So we're gonna go a different route on that Jesus. prayer, and that's the way I want to go. That's the way God told me to go. So if you could come in agreement and just go wherever God goes with that, yes. and then this other yes. guy that's yes. swearing on the mass text line, um, mm-hmm. Obviously, he needs prayer, so let's let's pray for him and bless him as well. Yeah. And maybe he'll get a little Jesus. Obviously, he came on here for a divine purpose. And if you're listening, we Amen. love you. And you're you're, you're going you're yeah, to get some little Jesus experience. Yes, deliverance. You're in the right peace. place. Jesus, thank you. Father, we just lift up yeah, uh, this person, Lord, that is in need of deliverance, in need of connection yes. with God, in need of salvation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, that mm, it's like I see a white envelope that is being presented and a white envelope that's being presented. And it's a message of love from the Father. It's like read the message from the Father that is love. It's a personal message. You know, when you get an envelope and it has your name on it, and it's, it's yes, presented Lord. to you. You know that it's personal, it's specific, Hallelujah. and it's for that particular person. And I see like a white envelope being presented. And the Lord is saying, open and read the love letter. Read the love letter that's being presented specifically and directly to you to let you know that the Father loves you. The Father loves you. Because love covers a multitude of sins. Love covers all things. And God is, and the God that is love is presenting you a love letter. Only the God who is love can present you with a letter of pure, unadulterated love. And it's almost like I can see that the Spirit of God is presenting a love letter. Directly from the Father. To you. And it's endorsed Hallelujah. by Him. Why? Because He is the God of love who has the that He is who He says that He is. So, Lord, I Hallelujah. thank you that as this person understands that God personally knows them. And it's personally presenting an invitation and an opportunity to experience the love of God. 
not like the love of man, not like the love of something that we connect with the natural, but a supernatural love that comes directly Amen. from the heart of God. Ooh. And love and will cover whatever it is. And we thank you, Lord, that as he understands that in order to accept this love, he's got to accept the love that was sent on the cross. It was sent in a manger and ended up on a cross and rose on the third day that they would have life and life abundantly because of love. Love came down yes, Lord. from the Father of love. And it's offering the invitation of salvation, deliverance, and everything that's connected with the love that hang on the cross. So, Lord, we thank you tonight. We thank you, Lord, as a person. Receive the love letter Uh, that is being presented even now. So open it up and read of this God of love. And they accept the invitation for freedom through the love Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus. We give you glory and we thank you. Yes, God Lord. That and you are quick. a God who will redeem. Who will erase the things of the past Hallelujah. and make us like new. It doesn't matter what we've done. It doesn't matter what we've done. It doesn't matter what we under the blood of love that flows yes. at Calvary's cross. Day to day. And just real quick, Father, in the name of Jesus, that you came after him. You left the 99 and came after him. And I thank you, yes, Father, Lord, that you chosen him. You chosen yes. him. Yes. That you loved him. Yes. That even yes. as you were on the cross, when they marred you and they mocked you and they, 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 they did everything to you, you said, forgive them. They don't know what they did. And not only mm. that, you resurrected and came back after him. Yes, And I Lord. declare your day of your visitation, when two of us agree on your earth on anything, you came here for a purpose. Because God yes, called you. God yes, says this is love. Yes. Not, that I, not that you love me, but I love you. That even when you were my enemy, says the Lord of hosts, yes. I love yes. you. This yes. is love. This is love. When you were my enemy, I came after you. And the Lord says, Jesus. Lord, it's the height, the depth, and the width of his love. That you will know the love of the Father. It will be a salvation experience. Yes. That you have ne- yes. that, that you cannot ever lose. That, that will drive you. That will drive you. Twenty years later, that will drive you to serve him, to give your life for him. I prophesy over you. The the, the love fest, the, the, the love anointing, the anointing of love. That's the best way to be saved. That's the, the only way to be saved. The uh, revelation, knowledge of the love of the Father, and why Jesus went. Yes. And that it confounds all the wisdom of the wise. Yes, yes. That you will be, uh-huh. as we are, a lover, mm. a lover, a bride, mm. a good wife. Yes. Let all things yes. come new, and Father, we declare in a moment, in a twinkle of an eye, okay. there's a day that everyone has salvation. This is his day. We all come in agreement. Yes. And we pray for you. Yes. And we bless you. Yes. And we command the, the, the day 
to open. I command every demon and every power and everything that has held you bound. I command every demon out of you. I command every power holding you bound, everything that's trying yes. to bind you. I, I curse you. I command you to leave yes. this man at once. I command you curses to, to leave him. I, I, I command a blessing on his household. Jesus. That, that everything that was about to be lost will be saved. Not only will your soul be mm. saved, but I declare that everything else that is about to be taken from you is going to be saved. Jesus, and everything that you thought was dead is going to come back alive. You're going to see an instant yes. change in the name of Jesus, and I command the Hallelujah. power of the living God. We come Glory. in agreement. The power, not just prophecy, but the yes, power of the, the living power. God to come upon you. The oh, visitation the of the Lord, the visitation of angels, a, a true encounter, a true time where the Lord can have you to go after him. And this is all. And he may wash your feet, and he may wash the feet of many. And I pray for you and declare that you will not die, but declare the salvation of the Lord. In the day of salvation shall you see it and be a witness. Yes. And tell many, mm. out of love, out mm. of passion, not out of mm. religion. In Jesus' yes. name, I pray, amen. Lord, we pray. We pray for Mike now. We thank you, Lord. You know, and I, I, I just felt when I was praying, you know, I saw like, uh, like, you know, like say somebody is in a situation and they're they're in the midst of of stuff, and it's I saw like a, a line being lowered down to you to lift you up out of the situation. Oh, beautiful. Like, like like God l- lowering a line down, a rescue line, a line to lift you up up out of the situation. So, Lord, we thank you, Lord, that you're sending a supernatural way of lifting Mike up out of the pit that the enemies have started. They're like snarling and growling and and hissing and coming at you. But it's almost like God is dropping a line down to say, grab hold of it, and I'll pull you up out of the mist of the growls and the snarling and the, the attack that, that they can't reach you because I'm going to snatch you up out of there. Look for it. Look for it. And then I went to Luke 21 and 28. It said, and when these things begin to come to pass, then look up, lift up your head for your redemption. Look up, my you know, that's where it's coming from. Look up, because your de- redemption is drawing nigh. It's nigh unto you. Grab hold, Jesus. It will lift you up out of the pit where the enemy has assigned demonic forces to try to grab hold yeah, and no keep you down. But I saw a line being lowered. A line being lowered. For you to grab hold of and let them lift you up out of there. And when you see these things, there it just pops up to me. 21, Luke 21, 28. Look up. Lift up your head for your redemption draws now. That's your redemption. God's going to lift you up out of there. Heaven and earth shall pass away. 
but my word shall not pass away. The Lord's word shall not pass away. That which is in you is drawing the redemption of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That word that is in you, it says draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh. That word, the word that's in you is causing the manifestation of the redemption to come forth and lift you up out of it. The word is alive. It's activated. It's alive in you, and it's drawing up out of that. In the name of Jesus, we decree and declare that it shall be so. In Jesus' name, when they look up, you're going to be gone. Even though the NBC can get us trapped, it's almost like you're going to get snatched up out of the pit with the snarls and the growls and the attacks. Because the word's going to draw God to lift you up out of that. Yeah. So, Lord, we, we give you glory and honor because yeah, that's the kind of God you are. We can depend on you. We can rest in you, knowing that it doesn't matter what it looks like. He will draw his folks up out of that when the word is alive and active in them. It's Amen. enough to draw the power of God in to snatch us up out of the situation. Yeah, I just saw oh, a yeah. line being lowered. You look for it, huh? Lift up your head. For you have no idea, but I. Lift up your head. 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 In the midst of your people, I pray that it uses to purify them, and that just like the other guy, you show them that you are a God of love. Yeah. And that even when they slay us, even though you slay mm. me, I bless you. I bless you. I bless you. Thank you, Chief. Because because Thank you're you, not my Lord. enemy, and those things inside yes. you are not my enemy. You you, you are yes. deceived and, and made a Lord God Almighty. However, she wants to pray, deliver you and show you. And make you a vessel of honor. Jesus. And Lord, only you can do it and we trust you to do it. Because you're you're a God who's a God of all that can be done. You're not a God of the impossible. You're a God of the possible. And Lord, it is not your will that any man miss heaven. That it's not your will that people not be saved. Delivered and set free. It is your will. You are glorified in that. It doesn't matter what they came out of. It doesn't matter what they've been involved with. You get glory with the deliverance of those who are out against you. Lord, we thank you that the word will begin to massage their heart and cause them to be of a heart that is pliable that the word will be sown in it for their deliverance in the name of Jesus. Pliable heart. Pliable heart. 
so the word will find roots, will find a place to lodge in, that they would be delivered and set free by the power and the anointing of God. Lord, we thank you for that. We look for it. Look up. (laughs) Lift up your head for your redemption. Weapons in hand, weapons in hand. And I saw weapons fall out of the hand. Like the power of God was so strong. They couldn't hold on to the weapons that they had. They began to drop their weapons. Because the power of God showed up. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. And I just feel led to say, Mike, just keep looking up. Look up. <laughs> Look up uh, for your redemption. Unbeatable. You, yes. The Lord, the Lord, you know, everything. Let, um, lift you up out of there. It was, uh, it, it was such a clever pick because everything was good and um, everything seemed perfect. And it, it just, uh, it was a betrayal right at the last moment. But this one was like, man, you're going under. Like, there's no way out of this one. Like, it was just totally by surprise. And, um, you know, I was going to go into spiritual warfare. And just like we prayed for the other mm-hmm. guys, the love letter, the Lord said, no, you pray, just like I did on the cross, and forgive them. Mm-hmm. 
and, and he said yes. to pray for their salvation. And um, it, it took everything inside me, and um, I had to search my heart up and down, but I, I do. I, I, I truly pray for them, and, um, you know, mm-hmm. it, it is what God wants. It is his will, and um, his will be done, and I, I, I bless you. And I um, forgive them. They know not what they do, and I, I pray, Father, that their weapons are dropped, and um, the true mm. salvation comes to them and the love of God. Godly yes. sorrow that leads to repentance, that they may turn yes. from their evil ways and they may serve you, Lord. That, that, that the impossible people, the people who could not enter in shall enter in. People who had no ability, mm. people whose hearts were so gone and sociopaths, narcissists, whatever, that, 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 that have no conscience. That, that, that in this hour, Lord, your love can be yes. and, and those who could not enter in before, can enter in in this last hour, Lord. I pray for the power of your Holy Spirit to bring salvation tonight to these people's homes and true deliverance. I pray for my enemies. I pray for my enemies like you do for me, Lord. As you are, so are we Mm -hmm. in this world. And, Father, Mm -hmm. your will be done. Mm. Yes, Lord. Yes, Yes, I, I, I understand, you know, I, I, I it's funny you talk about betrayal because I was just on the phone earlier tonight, no. you know, speaking with someone who knows someone who betrayed me. And um, Lord, yeah. it, it is well, like, don't worry, girl, you know, I, I turned worse than yours. <laughs> I'm sure. And I just turned it over to the Lord and within a you know, year or two now I can see, you know, that God has, he stepped in. <laughs> He stepped in, and um, he let them know, you know, I see, but he's a forgiving God. He's a God who, like you said, we were just praying, that will just wipe it clean. When you come to Jesus, when you put it away, God is ready. He's willing. He's wanting you to do that. And so I've seen that. Well, I was talking about that earlier tonight, that in spite of what was done, you know, God is still available and he's merciful. But he'll Amen. set the enemy straight. So we're believing that uh, for you. you yeah, know, we're believing that. Because, uh, mm-hmm. You know, for this particular person, like the Lord showed me that, um, you know, even when Stephen was getting stoned, he said, forgive them. You know, Jesus said, forgive them. They know not what they do. And um, mm-hmm. because right. of that, they became mighty. mighty and um, they they. they they're deceived. It's not the flesh and the blood. It's, it's they don't know what they're doing. It's not that our God is weak. It's not that God mm-hmm. does not protect His people. It is His long suffering, and we suffer for Him sometimes because of His love for the other people. Because mm-hmm. God can smite anyone in a second, but it is His long suffering, not His yes. that these people are spared. And it's um, yes. not that He doesn't see. Not that God does not protect His people. Not that we are not children of God. But God allows things at times in order for yes. his great mercy. And, and, and when this power comes upon you, and I speak to you people that um, you will understand the deep mercy of God and his love. Yes. And um, mm-hmm. you will understand it wasn't that he was weak. It was because of his deep mercy and love that you did what you did. Not because it was overseen. Not because God did not. Allow it, but because it's to save your soul, and and I come in agreement with that. That, that yeah, out of this will come a great experience that will bring you into true salvation and the ability to be able to serve Him 
in spirit and truth in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Let's stand on that, Lord. Yes, Lord. <laughs> and that's that's how we get, you know, we see the manifestation of what God is doing, wants to do in our life, when we can walk in that manner. Because, um, you know, that's just, you know, God is a merciful God, just like you said. And we're in a season where there's going to be so much revealing, so much is going to be revealed that, and it's going to be for us to know who we're with, you know, because he doesn't want us, you know, uh, some game run on us. We, you know, the enemy's trying to be slick. No, God's doing it so he, we will know, we will know who it is that we need to be connected with. So he's going to going to pull the cover. You know? Expose it all, Lord, and, and your love. And Lord, amen. Yeah. And it says that they will know your people by the way they love each other. And I think love yeah. is going to be a, a great theme. It says that the hearts of many, uh, because of fear, will they, they'll actually die. But for the children of God, yeah. that they will mm-hmm. be known by the way they love each other. Perfect love That's casts it. out all fear. And, um, and God wants you to know, you know that. He wants you to know yep. who you're with. So I guess after it. <laughs> it, you'll know I'm your brother <laughs> after this experience, That's I it. hope. And That's you know what? Right. You can keep the, and uh, you'll, you'll see my Lord, like he said, pull me out, and I will prosper in this. He will turn all things for good. And what you, you meant to slay me, I bless you. And um, I trust mm-hmm. in my God. I trust in him who I've given my life to. Yes. That um, yes. he is able to provide far greater, and he is able to bring a blessing out of this. And I bless you. And, and I pray for your salvation. And Amen. You know, and may the glory of God reveal it. May God's sorrow, not condemnation, bring life into you. Yes, and it works, Mike. I saw it. I, 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 yeah, a, a visual, exactly, you know, what someone meant for evil, to hurt me, to disarm me, to cause me to, like, you know, just even wanted me to get into probably bitterness, you know. I didn't do it, you know. Yeah. I, 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 I know. I, I feel the Holy Spirit. And yeah, I know. It. And, and I'm telling yeah. you, this one was so intentional and so deliberate. And, it, I mean, it went for everything. And it's just, um, you know, I, I pray both ways and both ways work. And I'm telling you, as soon as I tried to open my mouth, the Lord said, no, you're going to go this way. And I said, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, and I, I, yeah. I guess, you know, thank God for the cord that's coming down because it's not. <laughs> but um, yeah. I, I'm thankful for that, Lord, and um, show me that cord and lift me out of this and um, yeah. bring my Amen. enemies into salvation. I'm in agreement. I'm in agreement. Hallelujah. Yeah, I, I saw it, you know, hey, but it's okay. You know, we go through things and God strengthens us because of it. Because Amen. of it. We are strengthened. Our confidence and our faith even get stronger because we see our deliverer at, in, at work. We see that. Mm-hmm. And we know when situations are hard and tough, we know that couldn't be anybody else but God. Who else but God? And with the enemy, like you said, meant for evil, because we're going to see God work it way, the way he's going to work this thing out, we are Strengthen in our faith toward God and know that the next thing that the enemy has planned, hey, 
Let me tell you, I know my God. I know what he did before. And he'll do it again. Because you've experienced it. You've experienced it. So we just thank God for peace to rule and reign over you, that you will rest in God and the assurance that he will manifest to take this situation to a new level by reaching down and taking you to another level because of it, because of it. It's not just, I just sense to tell you, it's not just like to lift you up, but to lift you up to another level in him. Hallelujah. Can you do me Not just one to get finger? you out, but to lift you into another place in him. Do me one more favor. It's um, it, it, it's a, a level of witchcraft that mm-hmm. I've never seen before. And um, can you just come in agreement? I, I prayed and just dismantled their witchcraft. Just um, I I, I just try to just wherever, wherever God puts you on that. But um, they definitely uh, are greater than anything I've ever experienced. Hallelujah, Jesus. So, you know, what I was seeing, and I'll pray, is that, you know, like, as you're being lifted out, like I said, I felt God saying, and I'm not just lifting him out to deliver him from the situation. I'm lifting him out to put him at another level. So that whole thing with another level is that you are going to be equipped to even deal with things at a higher level. So then when you say witchcraft, you know, it's almost like that's <sighs> what you're just saying is confirming what the Lord was saying to me. I'm just not lifting him up out of the situation. I'm lifting him to another level to deal with principalities and powers and Somebody things that will be even under him at a greater level. So, Lord, we just thank you for that, that you are reaching out not just to deliver him, but to put him in greater authority over principalities and powers that would try to destroy and attack him. And, like, I saw as you being lifted out, I saw, like, teeth growling and gnashing of teeth and, 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 and biting, trying to bite at you. That's what I saw. As you are being lifted out. But like I said, it's not about being just lifted out. It's being lifted out of the, from, a, from one level to the next level where whatever the enemy oh, has man. is definitely under your feet now. In the name of Jesus. So I'm in agreement with my brother tonight. I'm in agreement that no weapon forth against him shall prosper. And that he will have authority that he didn't even understand he had until he went through this in the name of Jesus. That it will be the identifying of a greater anointing, a greater understanding, greater wisdom, greater strength in the spirit realm to understand that God has not just delivered him, he's exalted him in Jesus' name. Jesus, 
There it is. Hoochie, come on. Let the enemy recognize. That there's a new level of authority. There's a new level of authority. And because of this, it's ushered you into a new level of authority. You've been pulled up to a new level of authority because of this. We thank you, God. You're worthy of the praise. You're worthy of the glory. You're worthy of the honor. But we are seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. Mm. We are seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. Far above all principalities, powers, and minions, and everything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. And Father, I declare, Father, that... um, you are going to take authority over this region. You are going to take authority over uh, over these situations. And um, yes, Lord, those who think that they're ruling and, and, and the powers that think that they're ruling right now, that they, 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 they mm. are under the law, uh, under your you. law, and, and that there is a time, and that they can't do whatever they want. And, and, and Lord, start with me, and begin to bring these things down and Jesus. set your people free. Set your people free. Jesus, Jesus, Protect yes, people. Lord. And protect yes, your Lord. ministries and, and those who you have called you and, and bring a higher level, not just over me, but Thank over everyone serving in this area, over Angela, over yes, Randy, Lord. especially with what he's going yes, through. Bring us up, Lord, yes, so that we can Lord, lift Jesus. everyone else up and, and that these powers along and did as they wish would understand that the time is near. And that, that the, the kingdom of God is coming, that the new Jerusalem is coming, that there is a change in government. Jesus, and I, and yes, I declare Lord. that Jesus is beginning to rule, yes, and everything Lord. will be to even death. And I speak this to every yes, single Lord. power that knows itself, that your time is short. Yes, and, and Jesus is coming yes, to rule and reign, and his people will It is a time of our generation that will not be death, and you are one of them. And Father, I thank yes, you Lord. for delivering us from the hands of those who protected with us and who are too strong. Thank you for going before mm. us in this hour. In Jesus name. Yes, Lord Jesus. Lord, we stand on your word. We believe you, God. We believe you, God. We believe you, God. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Yes, Lord Jesus. Thank you, God. You're faithful. You're faithful. And I just declare one more thing. I declare to every single person on PGN, I declare that Randy, that we're all going to enter in. We're not going to perish. And that that, that these powers that have come against 
your your anointing, yes. Father, and the powers behind it, and these, these high-level things, the things that they can stop the coming of the Lord, the things that they can stop the prophecies and the prophets and stop the, the, the movement of God. Mm. You want movement. The yes. things that they can stop what's happening in the earth. You can't. You can't stop. There's too many of us. And um, the Lord is, is raising these standards, and the Lord is coming, and his anointing is coming in. Yes. There's a time coming, but you cannot touch it. You, you cannot bring death on him, and you will not be able to do as he did. Jesus the the, the, the Lord, truth Jesus. has come forth, and, and I thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, thank for, you, for, Lord. for your protection and that, that a higher level for everybody. That is, we yes. are going to pop on these last hours. We are going to be untouched, and we are going to stand mm, against glory. the make war, and um, we, we will not shrink back. None of us will. And, and I bless every single person. Amen. 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 Hallelujah, glory be to God. Yes, I'm just like, I don't know why said all that, but um, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. And I just Amen. sense to tell you, just rest in God, rest in God. You know, all you can do. rest and and, and take, take notice and look up. Redemption draws near. And just Amen. keep me in prayer, everyone listening. Please keep me in prayer. Okay, and, um, all right, we'll God do. I'll make a note here. All right, Mike. Thanks for calling. You be blessed. Thank you. Well. God bless. Bye-bye. All right, then. All right. Good night. Amen. Amen. God is good. All right. Well, let's move here to 682738. Who am I speaking with? Where are you calling from? Yes, this is Michelle. I'm sorry. This is who? This is LaShawn from Texas. Oh, hey, LaShawn. You sound a little sleepy. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I don't know. The weather's changing kind of at night. My voice getting kind of hoarse. Thank you, Jesus. Well, let's pray for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. And as you were talking, I just heard, I saw like John the Baptist, and it's almost like I saw. And I heard the words, prepare ye the way of the Lord. So it's almost like Amen. I feel like God is thrusting you out as a um, a forerunner. Glory be to God. Just like John the Baptist, you know, was a forerunner of Jesus Christ. And he, he went forth because he, um, he went forth not because he thought anything so special of himself. He was just being obedient to whatever God you know, had in store for him, but he was to prepare for the way of the Lord to come. And it, it, and, it, and he was unusual. You know, uh, John was unusual. He wasn't, you know, he ran around through the desert, you know, looking like a wild man and, you know, not dressed in the attire that uh, was representative of a man who was supposedly a prophet of God and a and a deliverer of the word of God. He came, well, you know, Jesus didn't even come looking like what they expected him to look like. And neither did his forerunner. So it's like God, God is saying that there are people that he is raising up in this day and in this time, again, like he did in the days of old, that ain't going to look like what people want them to look like. They're not going to present things the way they want it presented. They didn't accept John. They thought it was a wild man at first, you know. 
but they noticed that there was something different about him, but he was on target and he was on ta- he was on task and he was on target for whatever God was releasing in him to release to the people. And he didn't take right. any credit to himself. But he said, I'm mm-hmm. pointing you to the real Messiah. I'm pointing you yes, to the Lord. one who's able to deliver, who's able to heal, who offers salvation. I'm just a forerunner. So it's almost like I sense the Lord telling you, LaShawn, you are a forerunner. You look a little different. You may act a little different. You ain't exactly like what they want you to act like. But it doesn't matter mm-hmm. because you're pointing mm-hmm. them to the Messiah. And that's all right. that John did. He wasn't trying to build mm-hmm. a name unto himself or a reputation unto his cause. But he was pointing them to the Messiah. So, Lord, we mm-hmm. thank you that the anointing of God will rest heavy on LaShawn, even greater in this season, as she is obedient to point folks to the Messiah. Lord, Amen. we thank you that she will be girded up, she will be clothed in the righteousness of Christ Jesus, and she will go forth without any reservation to do what it is that God has set her on this earth to do. And she doesn't have to worry about it because her job is just to point them to the Messiah. Just as John did. So shall it be upon you to point folks to Jesus in spite of what they think about you, in spite of what they say about you, in spite of what it looks like, point them to Jesus. And it may be rough. It might be tough. You might go through times where people might want to cut your head off, but you don't worry about that. Because all you're supposed to be worried about is pointing them to the Messiah. We thank you, God. We give you glory because you are God. There ain't nobody like you. And so we reverence you and we lay down our lives for you that you will rise up in us and live so that we might live and have our very being in you. So we give you glory, God. We thank you, Lord, that she will not back up. She will go forward like an arrow pointed in the direction to which you have assigned her. We give you glory because we know it's for your glory that she's walking this thing out, that she's going through what she has to go through because she knows it's not about her but it's about Mm -hmm. pointing people to the Messiah. We give you glory in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Glory Mm -hmm. be to God. Jesus. Mm -hmm. Woo! Hallelujah, Jesus. Mm -hmm. Oh, Mm -hmm. God, thank you, Jesus. You got so many of us on a Sunday. There's so many, LaShawn, that I believe God in this day. (laughs) I mean, we've already seen some stuff falling, crumbling, rocking, rolling. Oh, oh, oh. but God says, I'm doing the work. Because I'm repositioning. I'm reestablishing. I'm shifting. And I'm changing. 
that those that I've had here can shift into the place that I've ordained them to be in even before the foundation of the earth. Make way, make room in order for Amen. something to move up. Some got to move out. <laughs> glory, glory, glory. Make room. Shift over. Something going to be shift over, step to the left, shift to the right, shift out. Because the room is being made for those that God has a position for. They're going to move up. Hallelujah. Right. Because he's going right. to move some stuff out. Completely out. Exactly. Some he's going to shift around. Exactly. Some he's going to, they're going to have a seat. Because he's got a new yeah. anointing coming forth on the vessels that he's chosen. And so, Lord, I Amen. thank you that we be obedient. We be a, a Attention to what the word is speaking to our spirit, how we will rest in that and be assured in that, that that is our confidence. Our confidence is in God, not in man. That's right. So, Lord, we thank you as she rises in great confidence, great confidence. She rises in great confidence in you and what she want to do in this season. In Jesus' name. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Glory, glory. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Friday, I know I had took my hood down Thursday, and um, that's when I really wasn't feeling good. Then then I said, oh, Lord, look at my hair. I got to get on the radio. (laughs) And I'm like, I didn't even finish taking my hair down. And, you know, I'm like, oh, what I'm going to do to my hair? And I heard John the Baptist. I heard him. I heard John the Baptist. I heard. I was in the mirror and I heard John the Baptist. He was a wild man. Did you not know how he looked? Because it wasn't about me, and it was like 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 the Holy Spirit just revealed to you, directing his people unto him. And so. They thought something wrong with John. His hair was netted to, and I oh, talked no. about it on the radio. I talked about oh, it Friday really? on the radio. Oh, wow. And so it was just, yes, I talked about I told them, you know, did you not know how John really looked? <laughs> and he was the forerunner. I just talked about it. And so oh, wow. it's just something. Right. Yeah, I talked about that Friday. And then I was hearing you saying, mention something about Randy, um, that we need to pray for him. But also on mm-hmm. Friday, the Holy Spirit was just, just speaking and saying that we are in that time to where he has showed me a couple of years ago that the ones that he really takes behind the veil, that's going to really call things out, um, really call uh, these people, what they doing, you know, they, you know, I seen what FBI was going to come knocking on their door. Uh, how did you get this information? Nobody can Mm -hmm. have this information. The Holy Spirit revealed that to me a couple years ago, but he said, we're not when they do come get you because you will be prosecuted for my name's sake. Don't worry Mm. about what you're going to say. 
because the Holy Spirit going to speak through you. Mm. And so um, it, on Friday, wow. he was just reminding me that we are urging it into that time that people oh, yeah. are going. They're going to be watching these people. This, you know, the true remedy is coming for Yes. Oh, definitely. There's a great shaking in the earth yes. where he's turned oh, yes, everything definitely. down and he's yes. rebuilding. He's yes. turning it down, everything coming down, and everything is being rebuilt. Everything is being mm-hmm. exposed all across mm. the board. I know. And um, yes. so yes. these people that the watchman that's on the tower, the prophet, they are going to see some things that are going to require them to sound the alarm. Mm. These Thank people you, are going to carry the true word of God, and there are going to be some big exposure going on, not just in the church, but even with the FBI, I, I never mm. see a lot of them. They in their seventies, eighty. They think they got away with it, but exposure is definitely wow. coming. And um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, even with the free spaces, oh, y'all gonna see them being exposed too. They cannot hide. No. But and, and this is where we have to pray for the leader, but he tell us. Don't worry about nothing. If it, mm. if it ain't their time, our time, they will not be able to be touched. But these mm. people are going to be up on investigation, and and and, and um, they're going to be looking at them, following them. I'm talking about the ones that God have told them speak, because I I, mm. I kept hearing speak, speak, and He's requiring them to speak boldly. Special yes. things that are going to be exposed high up. And so, yes. yeah, it's prayer time. He's requiring the intercessor to arise and pray. Yes, yes. Yeah, I know the Lord has been speaking to me. I was like, Lord, how, you know, mm-hmm. I've been wanting to, like, fast, and then I think I'm going to start doing, you know, more of a communion like I had started out with the new year. I'm going to try to much as possible remember to do it every day and um it was like the lord is saying this is a time that we have to those who he's calling forth you know and we may not even know what god is doing but to concentrate yourself and uh be ready be ready be ready to do whatever it is god has called you to do and um i don't know if you heard i was talking about telling them when i first got on the call tonight how i was <laughs> i was preaching in dollar tree Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was like, um, I just, something just rose up in me to, like, it was a group of uh, teenagers behind me, and I had a lady in front of me and a lady behind me, and behind her were the teenagers, and uh, they were just edging me on, like, yeah, you know, it was like, yeah, yeah, you know, in an agreement, and I was just saying, you know, how we have a generation of people who don't even know God, you know, they've never been introduced to even what it's like to even be in a church or to have 
to get to know, try to get to know this God, this creator that you, who made you. And it's just a generation of people, you know, and I was saying how I began to give the testimony as I was in line and I heard these, saw these young people looking at me. It was like, hey, you know, when I was like a little girl, I saw what I'm seeing now because God, I had a relationship with him. And I didn't even know who he really was, but he came to me and I knew it was God. I mean, nobody walked up to me, I believe, at that age and said, hey, you know, that's God. He's going to come visit you. But I knew when he visited mm-hmm. me by the Spirit, it was God. And I, was, and I began, and they were listening, you know, they were like, oh, wow, you know, like, so we can hear from God, so God would talk to us. And, and I was like, mm-hmm. you know, so the lady was like, I said, man, I don't know where all this is coming from. And she says, because somebody in here needed to hear that. And so when I left, I felt, you know, just really good about, like, maybe a seed was planted where these young people who probably never even, some of them wow. may not have ever been to church. They don't even know about this God I'm talking about. But for them to think that that God could come and visit them, can talk to them, can show them things, even though they've never maybe have been in a church or understood what it's all about. And so I left there thinking, God, you're going to raise up a generation even out of the remnant mm-hmm. that the enemy thinks he's got his hand on. The, 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 one, the ones that he thinks he's got them all wrapped up to go to hell, that you're going to reach down and there's going to be a remnant of people, young people, that'll be, that will understand there's a God, and they're going to go after you even if they've never even laid eyes on the church because you're going to visit them. And I just, after I left there, I just felt, Lord, I just really feel that that was you. You're going to speak to somebody, and you're going to let them know, I'm real. You're going to visit them. Like when I was a little girl, how your spirit visited me and showed me that you will live to be an older woman, and you will be able to witness the things that I'm showing you. And sure enough, I can, my mind, my spirit connects. So with what's going on in the earth today, it's almost like I'm at the point where I say the dreams that God was showing me, they're happening now. And I was like a little girl, you know, but he told me when I was a little girl, he said, you will be alive to see it. And so it's like, I feel like the Lord wanted me to release that word in Dollar Tree the other day and that somebody, maybe one of those young people heard it. And that there's something that's going to start in them. It's going to be like something that's going to start where they will be so like, okay, God, are you real? Can you show yourself to me? You know, who are you? That's right. I want to know. That's right. You know? And I was like, you know, I told the lady behind me, I was like, I said, you know, they say women really aren't supposed to preach. Some believe. Some believe. I said, but you know what? You don't have to be in their pulpit preaching. She said, no, sister, because you're doing it right here in Dollar Tree. <laughs> right. I was like, yes. And I said, because the Spirit of God led me to release this. And she says, oh, yeah, I believe somebody in here needed to hear that. So God is preparing his people because yes, there's is. a shift going on. There's a shift. He's shifting stuff out so he can shift some in to position. That's yes, he is. <laughs> my God, I'm yes. telling you, it, it, it's real. I can sense it in my spirit. It is real. And mm-hmm. God is and he, he's doing it. Um, and he don't want us to 
get so caught up on what they got out on the news and all this old I know. stuff that they doing because it's a distraction. You have to it is a distraction. It really is. Mm-hmm. It's like I felt the right. I want my people informed, but I don't want you wrapped up in mm-hmm. it. I don't want you wrapped right. up in it. I want right. you informed, but I don't want you wrapped up in it. So I basically just right. backed away from a lot of stuff. And then I was on there today, and I saw that uh, thing about uh, about Israel because somebody had it on their page about Israel. I, I just posted mm-hmm. it on my page, and it shows mm-hmm. the red heifers that. Mm-hmm. Randy told us about last year, and it shows right. that on the video. I, I posted it on my page. It shows the red heifers, mm-hmm. and it shows, I think his name is Brian, the rancher. He says, these red heifers mm-hmm. were bought, were brought from Texas, and this is the rancher. I was like, oh, my gosh, we knew about that. And it's on this video mm-hmm. that's on my page with a picture of the, the red heifers. It's just amazing. Mm-hmm. Because I was trying to find out more information about the war going on in Israel, and mm-hmm. um, that's why I clicked on it, and it just gave the whole thing about the war and about the days ahead and what prophecy says about it. It was just amazing, so amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, because some people, Absolutely. to be honest with you, mm-hmm. Sean, there are a lot of people that don't have a clue of where we are on that timeline. They don't have a clue. You there are people that have never been won't. taught that. They don't even know what you're talking about. I was talking to somebody about that. Right. Oh, I never heard of that. What do you mean you never heard That's of it? Right. They don't. They don't know what they they just don't even know. They think it's just day it's just life as usual. No, it's not. We're headed somewhere. We're headed up out of mm-hmm. here. You know? That's it. And um you know, we're on track for that. You don't even have a clue that we're on track to be ready to mm-hmm. receive the Messiah who's coming mm-hmm. back for the second time, whereas they, the Jewish people, believe he never came. So they're still waiting for him to come. And uh, we're waiting <laughs> for him to come back a second time. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. it's, such a, it's such an awesome time to actually be alive. It's just an awesome time to be alive, to know that, you know, we're a part of what God is doing in these last days. Mm-hmm. My God, that's awesome. You know, just amazing. So I'm excited. I mean, yeah. like I was like I said earlier about just being content, you know, like, okay, you know, God says be content. But it was like, you know, I was like, okay, I'm just glad to be into the new year. But it's like God was saying, and there's more. You know, I want you to be content in me knowing that I'm in charge. Mm-hmm. But know there is more for you to do. You know, occupy until I come. You know, Amen. and I felt, you know, like, okay, God, all right, you know. So it's like, be aware, be aware, because, yeah, you you're content, but be content in the fact that you you're you're in the place that I want you to be in. But I've got more for you to do. And so I'm like, okay, God, mm-hmm. okay. Amen. I come into the new year with plans and stuff to do, but for some reason I just uh-huh. didn't feel led to do that this year. Uh huh. But I just want to be yeah, led by see. whatever the Spirit of God says. That's right. I tell you, He's doing a whole new thing, and and you, I, I heard you uh, mention something about consecration and. That mm-hmm. is one of the words 
that I've been hearing that he's requiring a lot of us to go in consecration, even fast the right way. That he is requiring a lot of us to go into consecration because he he's telling some of us to come up, come up, come up here, yeah. come a little higher, yeah. because he's yeah. going to show more more revelation, and so we have to go into that consecration to even get that rest. That's true. Right. Some of us have to go into that consecration to get the healing and get the deliverance because we pour out, some of us pour out so much. We have to be filled back up because we carry the filthy garment of the world. When you're, when you ministry and doing, you know, it's like Prophet Randy. He's on Monday through Thursday. You know, he's pouring out so much, and he's right. telling people like him, I, you, that pour out constantly to people to go into a consecration, go yep. into that deep consecration. And that's what I've been hearing, that he want more people to spend more time with him in this oh, season, definitely. to spend oh, more definitely. time with him into that deep consecration so they can know his voice and be familiar with him. And a lot of people saying, what is he saying by 2020? Well, he even gave me a big word about because of by 2024. He just said, many of you have already crossed over. You've been crossed Amen. over. Now I need you to go into a deeper consecration. And that's just what I've been hearing because yeah. he, it's, it's about to be this great shaking. I'm talking about you'll see these statues and everything. He's going to tear down a lot of uh, uh, a lot of altars, pool pits, and, and he's going to build. He's going to build. And he's requiring builders. Everything is going to be brand new, even your team. People that supposed to be with you and being rebellious and trying to fight against you, I literally seen like two angels with these swords, Frank Frank, uh, uh, firing sword. He's about to lock. You know, some people I heard some people said the door had been shut, but I see these swords where he's fit to put around a lot of us and a lot of ministry. Those who've been faithful. And have been labeled that these they're gonna put these swords in in swords and no one the people that were giving you all that hard time being rebellious and all that the stiff neck the little one they're not gonna have access to you anymore. You're gonna have a new team, new everything. Preach because (laughs) I just experienced that yeah with somebody they don't have access to me anymore because. They right. they rebelled against what God was doing and what He had placed me to kind of tell them about, but they rebelled against it. So they don't have access to me anymore. It was like you had access right. then, but I'm not giving you access to her again because I already had her there to relate that's things right. to you that you wouldn't receive. That's right. So and that's you yeah. know because they want to pick and choose who can correct them. 
in correction. Right. This is like exactly. you. He might use you. Right. Exactly. You might see something, for example, you might see me post something on Facebook, and you come to me and say, well, uh, Sister LaShawn, I see you post this on Facebook. Can I give you a little advice? You know, I just mm-hmm. want to give you a little, you know, little wisdom, you know, and I reject you. I'm not, I'm not humbling myself to receive what the Holy Spirit has told you to give to me. That's right. why we, we exactly. are one member of one body. So correction has to come. It isn't it necessarily say the correction going to come uh, through the leader that you're sitting up on, under. It can come from the mother of the church, the elders. It can come from, uh, he will send a child to correct you. I know. He will use a child. And there are some sad-hearted people that don't want correction from anybody. Right, right. And so those people that don't want to be corrected, they've been rebellious and they they sown discord. He's gonna you. They're not gonna have access to you because you gotta go on, like you say the four They have just, to go it on. It just happened. It just happened to uh-huh. me. It just happened right. to me. This person no longer has access to me, mm-hmm. even though it's something that happened two years ago, over two years mm-hmm. ago now, I think it's more like three years, um, that, you know, advice was given by me, and, and and they were instructed how to deal and handle me, like, you're not handling mm-hmm. her with respect, you're not handling That's her right. uh, in the way that she needs to be handled, well, mm-hmm. they didn't think enough of me to think that they needed to handle me any differently. So now three years mm-hmm. have passed, and I understand now that, you know, they're understanding. Maybe I should have dealt with her a little differently because she had something to offer me that I wasn't willing to take mm-hmm. then, and it may have saved me a, a situation from a situation that I'm involved with now. But I – but. You know, you don't have access to me anymore. So that's it. God gave you that's an opportunity. Right. God gave you and that chance to understand it. what he was trying to do, but and you didn't want it. So there's no coming back now. And it's, not on, and it's not even on my part, LaShawn. It's not even on my part that they won't come back. They won't come back because they've got too much pride. So that it's almost like I don't even have to worry about them coming back and me saying, you know, because I'd be willing to help people and, and talk. But it's almost like the door was shut, and I didn't shut it, and they are not going to open it because of pride. So there will be no coming back to me. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you mm-hmm. had the opportunity to receive, you know, what was being given, you wouldn't receive it then. So it was almost like what God did with Pharaoh. What did it say? It hard, mm-hmm. He hardened Pharaoh's heart. That's so that Pharaoh couldn't do because he had opportunity after opportunity to do right by God's people. But he mm-hmm. refused to do it. And then it came mm-hmm. to a point where the heart was hardened and there would be mm-hmm. no coming back. You're going to pay the consequences of messing with my folks. <laughs> You're going to drown in the Red Sea. Because you will Mm -hmm. pay, there will be no coming back because you won't have the ability to come back. Mm -hmm. 
tell me and when, look, we, don't, look, when we walk in disobedience, there's a price that people pay, and they don't understand how hard that price might be. Mm-hmm. You and know, you better you take God that, up on this opportunity when you have a right. chance. Hmm. I remember the Holy Spirit took me deep into that hardened heart of Pharaoh. Sometimes mm-hmm. God will hard keep a heart in your circle so he can protect you. You don't supposed to be and get, person. And get them so out of your come circle. On. <laughs> come on. He will harden their heart <laughs> to get you out the way so you would leave that yeah. person alone. And he will, and he will remove people don't realize that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he'll harden their heart so they have to move because they can't stay yeah. near you. So you, yeah, mm-hmm. so you won't even go back. Come on, right? So you won't, you know. You know so I right. see you, and he just requiring us. This is the time for the intercessor to rise, to pray, to pray, to pray. I know we get so busy and stuff like that, but pray. Wake up, thank yeah, you. What, what's on your heart? What's on your heart? What what you got on your heart today, God? What 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 are you yes. saying about me? What do you think about me? Yep. Is there something you're not pleased with me? And so when you start asking about yourself, what are you not pleased with me? And he'll show you. Yep. He'll show yep. you. Well, that's the season we're in, and I'm, you know, hey, I'm in a in a state of mind of saying, whatever you want to do in this season, God, in my life, Don't you are welcome yeah. to do it. <laughs> Amen. Move me out of the way, and you Come take on, over. Man. You are the one right. that will lead and guide, and will lead me into all truth. So I'm moving out of the way, you know. So, because mm-hmm. I'm telling you, God is. It's almost like he's he's putting the axe down, you know. Yeah, better be careful. Man. We better be careful. He's putting the axe down. And, he, he, he's, he, and, he, and the line has yeah. been drawn in the sand. So, I mean. Angela George, baby, I'm telling you, it's like you in my mail. Because I'm telling you, a couple weeks ago, on, on the radio, I, I see a hand come down with the Hand drawn in the, oh, I see a hand drawing the line. Oh, I see drawing a line. In the That's right. Yeah. So I'm telling you, he's speaking, he's giving confirmation. So you got to stay, you got to stay in his. You say who can take the righteous out of his right hand? You know. Mm, mm, mm. So it ain't gonna be easy, All right. but you got you got to stay in. Yep, yep. The tax are very, the tax are very uh, heavy. We got to stay, we got to pray, we got to pray, we got to pray. Got to pray, yep. Well, I think I got one more hand up, Miss Chun, and I think we'll be going off on the air. Anything else you wanted to talk about? Anything you wanted to prepare for? Just keep me, well, just the conference, that's it. Okay, all right. Well, I will. And um, it is well. God's got us. Amen. We're in that uh-huh. season. And um, Amen. yeah, I'm glad that was confirmation of what God had been speaking to you. All yes, right. Well, you yes, have a blessed yes. week. And um, you too. thanks for calling. We'll be talking later. All right. Thank you. All right. Good night.
Good night. All right, I think I got one more call here. All right, one 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 one. Who am I speaking with? Praise the Lord, it's Barbara from Texas. Hi, Hi. Barbara. I got a girl. It's been a good show. (laughs) Amen. It's been awesome. It's been Uh awesome. That's why I like called to tell you, you you've been right on it all night. But there's a young lady. (laughs) Her name is Gail. And she wanted Her name prayer, is what, so Gail? I told Gail. Gail, okay. Uh huh. And I told her I call in and get prayer for. Her. Okay. All right. Well. Yes, ma'am. Let's just pray for Gail. Lord, we just thank you, Lord. Um, Gail, Lord, I just thank you for. Hmm. It's just like I saw, like um, I don't know, like chalk, like on a chalkboard, how you just start putting up, uh, what do you call it, like lines to count, you know, to tabulate, to calculate. And um, Mm -hmm. it's almost like there's, you know, like I don't know what it means, but I just see like a blackboard. And I saw her name, and I saw so many lines put by her name. I don't know if it's a checkoff or something, like, you know, when you're doing math and – you mm-hmm, cross mm-hmm. out so many numbers, and then you got so many left. And it looks like I can see at least five, and then I can't really see exactly how many after the one we checked off or crossed out because I guess you would do it in groups of five. And mm-hmm. so I don't know what that means in regards to Gail, but, Lord, I thank you, Lord, that you will begin to speak with her according to numbers in regards to Mm -hmm. the situation that she might be going through right now, that you will give Mm -hmm. her a specific time frame. You will give her, if that means numbers of days, numbers of years, numbers of hours, numbers of whatever, but God, I see that by her name, it's like the group of five is crossed off. And I really can't say maybe a few more points or strikes after that that are listed, but not another five. Just the first five are crossed out. And so, Lord, I don't know what this is in regards to, uh, if it's in regards to anything, but I saw her name on a blackboard with those strikes, you know, crossed out and numbers and and strikes after that that are not completely at five. So, Lord, we thank you for that. I thank you, Lord. I don't know if it means for days, numbers, hours, years. I don't know. But, God, I thank you that whatever this situation is in regards to Gail, that you are going to number the days of it, and you're going to work with her, you're going to give her information, and you're going to show her what to do, what's left in the time period that she has to do this thing or get this thing or whatever it is that you will move into that according to your time frame. It's almost like I'm hearing like time frame, time frame Mm -hmm. for her. And, Lord, help her to be sensitive to what you're speaking to her, that she will be sensitive on how you're going to direct her according to this information, that she will be able to receive it and understand exactly what you're telling her to do. So, Lord, I thank you for Gail. I thank you, Lord, that she will begin to um, understand what you're doing in this season. And 
I think she dropped. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Kate. Yeah, it looks like all the calls. Are you still there, Barbara? Uh-huh, I'm still here. Okay, Thank you. you're still there. Okay, all the other calls dropped off. All right, oh, okay. well, let's pray for Barbara. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's pray for Barbara. Lord, we just thank you for the, um, I see something in your hand, Barbara, and I see that this, this particular whatever it is in your hand is almost like, a, I would say maybe a weapon to access something or a tool, more like a tool, or something to cause you to cut through to get to where it's like you've got whatever you need in your hand to get access to where God is taking you. And it's almost like I feel led to tell you, use it. Use it. Don't just hold it in your hand. Don't just, you know, just carry it around, you know. Like I had given the word earlier to, um, uh, who was that? Sarah, yeah, about... Arm and danger. Use their weapon. Right, right. And then what's in your hand, it's like God has already given it to you, so use it. Don't just tear it around. Think like it's just some object. Okay, I got this. God gave it to me. Okay, no. No, I sense that the Lord is saying what I put in your hand, use it. Begin to use it. He didn't just give it to you as an accessory. You know, we like to wear accessories, Mm -hmm. you know. No, this is not for that. (laughs) No, this is not for you to carry around like an accessory, like a handbag. No. This is something God has given you to use, to access the next place. I see, like, maybe cutting through to another place. You got to use this thing to get through Mm -hmm. to the other side. This is something that God has given you that you're not taking advantage of, that God wants to get you through to the next place by using this tool. So, God, we thank you for that. We thank you that she will be obedient and she'll be sensitive. Not so much she's walking in disobedient, but she'll be sensitive to when you speak on what to do as she begins to use what you've already put in her hand. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Yes. You've been up for a while, Barbara. How's it going? Yes. Um, well, I woke up. I was asleep. I'm honestly telling you I was asleep. <laughs> I had a rough day yesterday. You know, I got 11 grandbabies. And so we oh, had yeah, to drive out of town to celebrate her. And that was her first birthday, so they kind of wore me out a little bit. <laughs> and so <laughs> I, I, I think that. I was ca- counting sheets or something. So every call that came through. I was like, hello. <laughs> and they said, oh, let me let you go back to sleep. <laughs> so I had a lot of different people. You know how you um, you have different groups that will call you to pray and do this, do that. They're all calling right. me. And some of them I even missed, not, not intentionally. But, you know, it's just right. so much they want you to do. So you yeah. have to rest. Yeah. 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 So. yeah, I know that. I didn't yeah. get a whole lot of that this weekend because I had we were off on um, what New Year's Day and then I'm normally off on Friday, Saturday, and Sundays. But because we didn't work on Monday, they scheduled us to work on Friday. So I didn't get my Friday, Saturday, Sunday off this week. So um, 
yeah, I can identify. I'm a little not as rested as I normally am sometimes. But I, God is good because even though I did, you know, have to work Friday and I've only got the two days, I was all revved up to go out. I don't know if you heard about I had my special drink with mushroom, <laughs> with the coffee with the mushrooms in it. Yes, with the energy and, and you felt good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I wow. I tried that and I'm telling you, and I sleep so much better since I started drinking it. I noticed mm-hmm. it the very first day. And um, I was like, oh, wow, this really helps. Now, I'm, waking, I'm, I'm waiting for the think thing to, to uh, kick in because it says it's supposed to give you mental focus. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm waiting on the mental focus, but I guess I am doing a little bit better because, yeah, because it yeah. says it's supposed to help you with mental focus and energy. And um, it's supposed it's it's gluten free. It's keto, and it doesn't have any sugar in it. And it's supposed mm-hmm. to it says, help you think better and sleep better, rest better. So I was like, yeah, I I experienced that right away. So praise God. I guess it helped me tonight. Yes, and that was a great testimony about that because I I if I drink coffee, it's cold coffee. You know, yeah, but that's just coffee. so I can have the energy, you know, to make sure I'm not so tired and I can stay focused. And it's supposed to, yeah. It's supposed mm-hmm. to uh, affect your and have, uh, uh, supposed to have uh, benefits for gut health. So your gut, mm-hmm. where like people who drink coffee, they say sometimes, and I know things happen to me, it cause your stomach to get a little upset. Well, with this, mm-hmm. this it's, it, it's supposed to help. It does the opposite of what the other coffee would do. And I'm not really, like I said, I'm not really a coffee drinker most of the time. I mean, I hadn't been. Mm -hmm. I hadn't been, but I do like iced coffee. So I started, Mm -hmm. you know, getting, somebody gave me a Keurig, so I did, I would use it and do iced coffee. But then I saw this, and I ordered off Amazon the little uh, Keurig, like, filters you can stick into the Keurig for regular ground coffee. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, so I ordered those, and I said, oh, I think I'm supposed to get them tomorrow. But, um... Yeah, I was. I, I I really feel the difference. It's amazing. Oh, and then wow. I've been taking this other thing called Vital Protein, and it has collagen mm-hmm. in it, and it's supposed oh, to nice. help you with. Um, yeah, it helps you with your skin, your hair, your nails, and joint support. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed a difference in my nails and hair in the month that I've been taking that. So I'm like, okay, God. And I think, um, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, uh, who sent me this? Somebody on mm-hmm. who does the show. Uh, who was it? Nicole. Because we were talking, she mm-hmm. called in one time, we were talking about hair, and she was like, uh, and then when Prophet Randy was talking about doing Zoom, she sent me a picture of it, and I went online on Amazon oh, okay. and bought it. And it's really, you know, it's good. Well, I mean, is she the, the one that prayed for the hair that day that her and Prophet Randy was on? I know okay. she used. I know once before she said something about to pray for her hair. I remember she called in when that was a while back, and then later right. on, it was a while back, uh huh. Yeah, and later on she called in, and uh, we were testing out that thing when he was trying to do more on Zoom, and she uh, mm-hmm. mentioned it, and she sent me a picture of it, and um, I, don't, I think she was only. I don't think I know Angela one time was talking about hair. But she was talking about using the egg in the hair. 
And um, oh, I think okay. Father Randy started doing that. But yeah, right. Nicole told me about well, the Well, somebody so prayed and my hair know. grew. So I, I don't know. It was somebody her and what? Father Randy. They prayed and my hair just grew fast, super fast. Praise God. Okay. Yeah, it hey, grew we like for maybe. we need, right? Right. And that's what we did. I think that particular night, we were just praying for a little bit of air. Because <laughs> we were hey, talking about the vitamins and stuff. And the proteins yeah, that we needed. Know, right. Yeah, because Pastor Randy's big on that. Right. He's been like that for years. I know he used to prophesy really? about my body. Uh-huh. He used to tell me about uh, the, how the Lord was telling him how I eat and how I take care of myself. Oh, wow. And but I wow. told him I got it from from uh, one of my daughters. She was the one that started me doing it like that for years. So I've been doing it now for like maybe seventeen years. Seventeen wow. going on eighteen. That's a long uh-huh. time. Yeah, yeah so that's why I never caught the COVID. I never had anything like that. Only uh, the only thing I had a problem I with is the sinus drainage. Yeah, the same thing Force. here. That's the only thing I've had a problem. I haven't had. COVID, I rarely get colds. I don't even remember the last time I had, per se, a cold. I have some allergy uh-huh. issues and sinus, but as far as a cold, I don't even remember the last time I ever had a cold. I've never Me had, either. I can't ever remember having the flu. I don't uh, ever remember, I mean, I didn't get the flu shot. The only time I ever got the flu shot was some years back when I had to go into the hospital to see mm-hmm. the crisis patients, and they wouldn't let me work unless I got it. But other than that, mm-hmm. I've never, you know, I didn't have the flu shot. I've never had the flu. I rarely get colds, and so I'm thanking God for yeah. that because he, you know, there's nobody. But well, I hadn't had, had one since 2018 I did the show. When I did the show in uh, 2018 one, one particular time, I had it so bad. But it, the only thing the sinus issues would do was uh, what make you hoarse and uh, uh-huh. Raspy drainage. Mm-hmm. We don't see it, but mm-hmm. it's it's in the throat. It, it drains, I guess, it would, as you lay or sleep or something. Yeah, mine, and so, mine would make me like cough sometimes if it starts draining in my throat. Mm-hmm. But I found something I can take that helps with mucus, and so when I take that, I don't even the mucus draining it would drain back in the back of my throat, and I would it would tickle my throat, and I would cough. But I start with oh. that, and I don't even have that issue anymore. Well, that's what I had going on this week, um, the drainage. Um, mm-hmm. I just sounded stuffy, but I wasn't, you know, stuffy. I mean, it just sounded that way, just to go outside. Right. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm sensitive to smoke. So I think the last time I was on here I had the fireplace on. 